Wednesday, y'all show is back with you. Hello, I'm John, and we're going to be talking about what's going on across the South over these next couple of hours. It's great to be back with all you fellas and gals as we discuss the headlines of the Southeast today. We also have some sports news and Hey, what's going on on the golf tour, man? What a huge announcement after we got off the air Tuesday as the PGA Tour, the Live Tour, and another international-type tour all merging. And what does this mean for the sport of golf? We'll discuss that in our sports headlines today. We've got hashtag hullabaloo, including some donut talk. Ooh, we had National Donut Day Friday of last week, and I've got some of the best donut spots in the country that I just need to share with you because, you know, I forgot to do that last week. <laughs> and I don't want you to be going through your day without not knowing where the best donut places in Dixie are. We'll have that as part of our hashtag hullabaloo today. Also, on today's Y'all Show, we will have our Southern Business Spotlight. And it's summertime. And we all like to go, if you get a chance, sneak off to the beach. Some of you like to go to the mountains this time of year. You might want to sneak off to... No telling where. You might want to go go, go to a cave somewhere. You, you might want to go to a lake somewhere. You might want to go international travel for a while. I know folks about to go over to Greece for a vacation. All that sounds lovely. But what if you want to not only travel yourself, but you want to open up where you live to Verbo or some of these other places where you can rent your house out? Well, in our Southern Business Report coming up in Hour 2 today, we've got some audio about tips that you might want to use when you're wanting to put your own Verbo home on the market. Some tips for getting it ready. That's part of our Southern Business Spotlight coming up in Hour 2 of today's Y'all Show. Hour 3, Megan, Magnificent Megan, will be back with us. And today we're going to be talking fitness with Megan Headwall. And she's going to bring on the subject today of something I have never been accused of, and I'm not sure how y'all fit into this category. She's going to be talking about Overtraining. What exactly is overtraining? And if you have it or it happens to you, what to do about it? Overtraining, the subject of our fitness focus in our final hour of this Wednesday Y'all Show. If you want to get involved with the program that shakes the Southland, it is very easy to do. We've got a number you can text anytime you feel like it. 615-208-4184. 615-208-4184. 4184. So darn easy. If you are more of an emailer, that's perfectly fine. We accept it. We're all about diversity here. And the diversity means we take phone calls, which you can do that as well. Hit us up at our direct line if we're doing the show. You can catch us if we're here at 731-554-1170. But you, it's much easier if you just text us because that way, whether you're catching us in podcast form or right on the radio as we broadcast on awesome stations in the southeast. We want to catch your feedback, whichever delivery method you choose. So you can call, you can text, and you can also email us. The way to do that is send an email to mail, mail at yall.com. Mail at y'all.com. And oh, yeah, y'all.com happens to be the proud presenter of this show did you realize that y'all.com is the South's homepage? Yeah, you may not have realized that. And I've just got some stories posted over the last few days that you're going to have to go read. One of them has to do with movies that have a Southern 
twist. They are the considered to be some of the best movies in that have a southern feel. The 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 most. I guess you could just let's be honest, call them southern movies. <laughs> and uh, when I started looking at this list, and I didn't write it, Marshall Bone penned this thing. When I was looking at Marshall's article, I'm thinking he better have included Gone with the Wind in this list of nine of the most southern movies. And you know what? It's in there. I'm not going to tell you what number. But I'm just happy that arguably the greatest movie ever filmed just because of its success and impact, it's on the list. So you know his list of nine southern movies has some credibility in my eye as publisher of y'all.com. So there we have it. That's all what uh, the, the, the scoop on how to connect us here at the y'all show. Well, we're going to get into headlines now from smoke coming in from Canada. What in the world is going on in the great white north? Also, another gay pride issue going on on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. I told you earlier in the week about how a VA center there in Biloxi had a gay pride flag flying and that drew criticism from the sitting congressman from the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. Now there's another pride flag flying where it shouldn't be flying and other politicians chiming in on this issue from the mississippi gulf coast sad news out of west virginia a state trooper killed in a shooting in that state we'll tell you about that news plus it looks like north carolina is going to inch closer to gambling that plus before the show is up today i've got Info on Cuba Gooding Jr., an update on that case that was supposed to start Tuesday in New York City. That case has been settled. We'll also let you know about in Nashville, crews were working on, I think, a power pole, and they knocked down a bald eagle nest. Now, how in the world could you not have seen that, guys or gals, whoever was up there climbing high? We've got an update on the bald eagle nest in Nashville to tell you about, plus... According to the LSU Ag Center, they've got a report on can you actually eat oysters here in the month of June. And this is a story near and dear to me. As I had a family member who was nearly dead from eating oysters a couple of years ago. All of that coming up in our headlines on today's Y'all Show. So why don't we just go ahead and start this thing, you think? Yeah, let's get into it. The big story from a national perspective from overnight, sadly, a shooting in Richmond, Virginia, and two people are dead after a high school graduation ceremony was held at the campus of Virginia Commonwealth University in Richmond, Virginia. Seven people shot outside this theater in Richmond for a high school graduation ceremony that had just ended, and then I guess outside, a 19-year-old suspect started shooting. He ended up trying to escape on foot, but was arrested and will be charged with two counts of second-degree murder, according to the interim chief of Richmond's police department, Rick Edwards. Multiple people wounded outside of the state capitol's Altria Theater, which is right there in the middle of the VCU campus. Just a scary scene after a shooting in Richmond. Six people were taken to the VCU Medical Center and their conditions ranged from serious to critical late on Tuesday. Multiple handguns were recovered. But this suspect, 19-year-old, is the only one I think that got arrested for this 
fatal shooting following a high school graduation in the Old Dominion State. When are these shootings going to come to an end, y'all? Just senseless, senseless, senseless. A shooting from Florida to tell you about. We haven't really made a big deal out of this thing because it seemed to be just a domestic issue between neighbors. But now one of the neighbors arrested after she's accused of fatally shooting her neighbor in a series of violent encounters these two neighbors had over the last two and a half years in Ocala, Florida. This woman, Susan Lawrence, who is 58 years old now, arrested on charges of manslaughter with a firearm, culpable negligence, battery, and two counts of assault. She's a white woman, and she is accused of killing her neighbor, who was a black woman and a mother of four, Ajik Owens. Billy Woods. Now, remember, Ocala in Marion County in Florida was where Billy Woods got famous a couple of months back. I think it was, was it Christmas time? When three kids, all teenagers, all got murdered in a in just a tragic deal where they were murdered and their bodies were found in three different place, places there in that portion of the Sunshine State, kind of north central Florida. And there was a ongoing issue again between these two women and, and their their kids or something like that ended up where the 58 year old white woman kills the black woman and now after authorities came under pressure to arrest and charge her after she fired through her door and killed this black neighbor she's been arrested and the activists were beating the drum for her arrest and guess what She's arrested after the 35-year-old mother of four killed in this Friday night shooting. The women lived in the area south of Ocala, beautiful part of the Sunshine State, south of Gainesville. And we'll find out what happens with this case. The stand your ground argument is likely going to be used in this case, for the defense at least, but charges now from ocala florida if you've looked out if you lived in a certain portion of the south perhaps the whole south but i know at least the mid-south and maybe some mountainous areas of this region in the last day to two days we've had the smoky mountains for sure but say smoky rest of the south in, in, in most cases what's going on well guess what our friends to the north have had an issue with wildfires and now those Canadian wildfires are coming down south, kind of like Canadian geese. They're not welcome here. <laughs> and we've got a lot of smoky settings across Dixie. Hundreds of wildfires are currently burning across western Quebec. And that wildfire from up north is getting down south. It's coming south. Now, this is blanketing some of New England and New York, but yeah, there are traces of this Canadian wildfire outbreak across a large portion of the South as well. So if you're out there thinking, oh gosh, what's going on with the environment? Is that fog I see? Chances are it's caused by this Canadian wildfire outbreak. The EPA said hazy skies, reduced visibility, and the odor of burning wood are likely and this will continue for several more days, at least in the northern states, but even in 
several southern states, you could see this wildfire hanging around for just a little bit longer. Darn Canadians. <laughs> yeah, and you know, we have we haven't really had, thankfully, to my knowledge, a big wildfire outbreak in this region in about five years. Remember when there were some awful fires in North Georgia and in the East Tennessee mountains and that was going on and it burned up some I guess some communities and such. Most of these wildfire outbreaks in this country happen out in California, but we've been fortunate, to my knowledge, we haven't had too big of an issue with wildfires in the South in several years. Let's keep it that way, hopefully. Sad news from the Mountain State. A West Virginia State police trooper killed another person injured in a shooting that happened over the weekend. Suspect's been arrested, but... West Virginia State Police Sergeant Corey Maynard fatally shot in the line of duty in Mingo County, West Virginia. The shooting happened, and and, and he was injured along with another person and ended up succumbing to his injuries. Shooting set off a manhunt, and a suspect eventually was arrested. ATF agents in West Virginia supported police in the search. But again, a a sad deal. The governor of West Virginia, Jim Justice, has ordered flags to be flown at half-staff in honor of Officer Maynard. The governor said that he was absolutely heartbroken over the trooper's death. So again, this, this incident happening in Mingo County, West Virginia, with a state police trooper being killed in the line of duty. And I think it was Tuesday... Another West Virginia police officer died, but this was off-duty. I think they got killed in a wreck. So some unfortunate deaths of West Virginia law enforcement officers here in the last few days. Here is a story back from the Gulf Coast of Mississippi. And it looks like some of the senators from the Magnolia State are now jumping into this let's take down the flag argument. Senators Roger Wicker and Cindy... Smith, the two sitting U.S. Senators for Mississippi, have joined a chorus of others in sending a letter to the VA Secretary, Dennis McDonough, asking him to remove a temporary gay pride flag that's now flying from the Biloxi National Cemetery, saying that this gay pride flag flying there is disrespectful to veterans. In the letter, which was also signed by Congressman Mike Ezell, Michael Guest, and North Mississippi Congressman Trent Kelly. The letter said, Cemeteries should be places for reflection and respect, not public virtue signaling. Our veterans expect the Department of Veterans Affairs to provide services, not promote controversial ideologies. And I'm looking at a photo right now. When you turn into the Biloxi Cemetery, you're going to see a gay pride flag. You're also going to see the gay pride flag side by side with the United States flag when you turn into see people at the Biloxi VA Medical Center. So somebody went a little bit uh, haywire putting up gay pride flags in federal situations on the Mississippi Gulf Coast. And guess what? The elected officials there, not very happy. That area has come a long way, and not necessarily in a good way, from back in the day before Hurricane Katrina when the only flags you saw flying in Biloxi, Mississippi, we're right there on the border with Gulfport when they had the 
display of all the historical flags that have flown over the Mississippi Gulf Coast from the Spanish flag to the French flag to the Republic of West Florida flag, which that was a part of, the Confederate flag, of course. And they used to fly the real battle flag down at this place. It was a one of the icons of the Mississippi Gulf Coast was that display of, I guess it was seven flagpoles flying there, seven flags flying there. And then Katrina comes, wipes that away, and they never put it back. I don't know why that happened. But now, if you want to see a rainbow flag, you can see it proudly flying at VA institutions and cemeteries in Biloxi and in the Gulfport area of the Mississippi Gulf Coast. To Raleigh, North Carolina, and it looks like sports gambling will be a thing that you can do when you're in the Old North State. As legalized sports gambling cleared one of its last legislative hurdles Tuesday, as the North Carolina House accepted changes by, by the Senate there to include adding horse racing to the betting mix and raising the state's cut of wagering revenues. So, this now goes before the governor of North Carolina, Governor Cooper, where he's expected to sign it. He's already expressed support for authorizing and regulating sports wagering. And after this 67-42 vote, sports gambling is going to be legal in North Carolina any day now. So let the games begin. (laughs) Now that brings up the question. With North Carolina adding sports gambling as an option, I guess this would be online gaming, the fan duels and those other sites that you probably hear commercials a whole lot. We've got an update on just where the country stands on sports betting. And let me walk through the states that are where this is either legal or not legal. In Alabama, sports gambling currently not legal. There have been some proposed bills. They've all been shot down. So right now, no sports gambling of any kind in the heart of Dixie. It is legal in Arkansas. The first official sports book opened in July 2021. First online sports book opened up in 2022. Betting on in-state professional and collegiate teams is permitted in the natural state. In the state of Florida, you can bet on sports, but it's kind of complicated. According to CBSSports.com, sports betting was temporarily approved and legal, but now is awaiting another launch due to legal issues. (sighs) That's Florida, okay? Georgia, it is not legal. Bills have been filed in the Peach State as early as or as late as January of this year. But in March, the Georgia State Senate voted down multiple bills that would legalize sports betting in Georgia, and the House failed to get legislation of their own voted on before the deadline for new bills passed. So no sports betting in Georgia. In the state of Kentucky, it is not legal, but legislation is being proposed right now. So no betting. So right now, your best bet is what did I say, Arkansas <laughs> so far? You can also go to Louisiana where it's legal. Retail sports betting launched in October 2021 in many of the parishes of the state. And you can bet online. That started in January of 2022. Louisiana has the green light for sports betting. It is also legal in the state of Maryland. In the state of Mississippi, it is legal. The first sports bets in Mississippi placed August of 2018 Now, in Mississippi, they don't have the 
telephone type fan duel betting you got to go to a casino one of the state casinos in philadelphia or tunica or on the gulf coast but you can bet on sports but it's it's kind of weird missouri oddly enough does not have sports betting legislation proposed there in the show me state but not currently legal we just filled you in on what's going on in north carolina in the state of oklahoma it is not legal or it's legal but it's not yet going yeah still being worked out there in south carolina not legal legislation is proposed right now i don't think it's going to happen anytime soon tennessee may be one of the most forward-thinking states when it comes to sports betting Tennessee approved sports betting in 2019, and they started taking bets on mobile sports betting in November of 2021. Betting on collegiate game outcomes allowed, but player prop bets in collegiate games prohibited in the volunteer state. Texas, is it is not legal to bet on sports in Texas, at least currently. You can do it in Virginia. You can do it in West Virginia. And that kind of gives you an update on some of our southern states and where they stand on sports betting and more. So save up, as Killer Bees would tell us to do. Elsewhere across the southeast in Arkansas and in Tennessee and, and really the whole Mid-South and people coming through the Mid-South for the next couple of days and weeks, an advisory from the Arkansas Department of Transportation they are going to close the I-55 bridge in Memphis to have more construction go on. And so they're going to close the I-55 Mississippi River Bridge to construction starting Friday. This is going to be complicated. The reason this is a big story in the Memphis area, there's really only two ways to get over the Mississippi River over to Arkansas. This bridge and then there's another one. I guess it's the Hernando de Soto Bridge of which I-40 is on. This is the I-55 bridge, which, if you're looking on a map, would be the bridge to the south of downtown Memphis. And if you're traveling, as many people are this time of year, you need to be advised of this of this closure. Remember, it was, what, a year ago, year and a half ago, the Hernando de Soto bridge had a problem, and they had to shut that thing down for a while. But starting... Friday, and and they're planning on this thing just being a weekend fix, so we'll see if they can pull this off. But according to RDOT and also TDOT, Tennessee Department of Transportation, this bridge will be closed at Crump Boulevard westbound, local traffic only at South 3rd Street. And just to check check in on your your maps and more, your, your online applications. If you're having to go through the Memphis area, this is likely going to be a problem with this bridge being shut down for a couple of days at least. The I-55 Mississippi River Bridge connecting Tennessee and Arkansas in the Memphis area. Be advised. And as we wrap up our headlines this hour of the Y'all Show, hey, it is summertime. Ain't nothing better than a good summer tomato, a good summertime peach. And guess what? News out of Georgia. It's going to be hard to find Georgia peaches this summer, according to reports out of the peach state. Farmers in Georgia report that their crops were a total loss, and they're having a hard way to hard time digging up enough good peaches and selling them too. Georgia is the third largest peach producer in 
the United States. Yeah, I just said that. Georgia is the third largest peach producer in the country. So who the heck's above Georgia? Well, California is the number one state. Did you realize we have another southern state that actually makes more peaches than Georgia? And it would be a state right next to the peach state. South Carolina is the nation's second leading producer of delicious sweet peaches. <laughs> Georgia produces more than 130 million pounds of peaches every year. So South Carolina's got more than that. Way to go, Palmetto State, or, or should they be rebranded the real peach state? <laughs> yes, but according to a specialist at the University of Georgia, Pam Knox, Knox said you can expect there will be much lower peach quantities this year. She estimates that 85 to 95% of the peach crop was decimated during a freeze in mid-March. And that's affecting peach crops across Georgia. And likely, since it's right next door, the other peach state of South Carolina has a much smaller supply of peaches this year. So <laughs> I guess if you want a peach, yeah, you might have to get those California peaches this year more than the southern states, sadly. It was a brutal, brutal winter from a temperature standpoint in Georgia and much of the south. Thank goodness we're behind that. Now we're looking at 100-degree temperatures staring us in the face here for the month of June. But, hey, it's summertime. Now, if we could just get one of them juicy peaches, everything would be all right. Well, you know what's all right? Us telling you about what's going on in the south. Let's take a break for a moment. Let's see if we can't dig up a peach. And when we come back, I've got a peach of a Southern sports report to tell you about. What's going on in golf? My goodness, as that sport made big headlines on Tuesday. We'll fill you in and plus get you ready for the NBA Finals to resume heat and nuggets. All that ahead on the Southern sports report, and it's up next. Asia Garden voted Jackson's best sushi and Asian restaurant serving Jackson and West Tennessee for over 37 years. Walk into our dining room and know you're going to be served the absolute best Asian dishes from our expansive menu. You can also order directly from us at asiagardenjackson.com or call 731-668-9024. Since we're local, we can keep our fees at a minimum versus the competition. Asia Garden is West Tennessee's premier sushi and Asian restaurant. Think local. Think Asia Garden. I want to let you know that here at Supertalk 93.1, you can text us anytime from right now till when J.P. Stovall's here with the Patriot Pastor to the Frankie Lack Show and more. The Supertalk 93.1 text line is 731-410-7560. We'll be happy to get your feedback and share to all y'all what you have to say. Again, the text line 731-410-7560. And... The Supertalk 93.1 text line is powered by See Me Tree Service. You can give them a call for a free estimate, 731-617-2236. See Me Tree Service is a small family-owned business covering all of West Tennessee. They're licensed and insured. And if you need help with tree removal, tree trimming, tree elevation, pruning, tree topping, stump grinding, and any other tree-related issue, hey, that free estimate is awaiting. Just call 731 731- 617-2236. That's 731-617-2236. See me tree service. 
powering the Super Talk 93.1 text line. In communities across West Tennessee, we feel the effects of opioid addiction. We all know someone touched by addiction. Neighbors, friends, family members know now that there is help and hope. Together, we can rise above and make recovery a reality. Neighbors working together, Tennessee together. If you or someone you know needs help for addiction, help is available. Call the Jackson-Madison County Prevention Coalition, 731-694-0741. This project is funded by a grant for the Tennessee Department of Mental Health and Substance Abuse Services. to make your day. Southern Airways is putting Jackson back on the map. Flying from McKellar Sipes and making connections in Atlanta is easier than ever because Jackson has been awarded our own gate at the busiest airport in the world. Avoid the long TSA lines at Hartsfield. Land directly at gate E37. Tokyo to your left, Orlando to your right. It's all easy when you fly directly into America's biggest hub. Book today at iFlySouthern.com. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Keep it Southern. Talented South Georgia boy here getting us ready for the Southern Sports Report on this Wednesday. Welcome back into y'all. And it is the resumption of the NBA Finals on this Wednesday evening. You can tune into ABC and catch game three between the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat as both teams enter this contest in Miami with one win to their credit and one loss to their misfortune. It's a series tied at 1 1. Again, game three will be 8.30 Eastern, 7.30 Central on ABC. The Denver Nuggets champions of the Western Conference going up against the reigning champs of the Eastern Conference of the NBA, the Miami Heat, which if you go back to when this whole playoff thing started, the Heat were the eighth seed in the East and the Nuggets were the top seed in the West. So truly a surprising run for the Miami Heat. And we wish them well since they sort of represent this part of the world in the NBA Finals. Good luck there, Miami. But if Denver wins, that'll be fine, too. Hey, congratulations to all of those players, whether they win or lose, because who thought that the Nuggets or or the Heat would make it to the Finals? You know, the pundits always are talking about LeBron or Stephen. It's always what ESPN's talking about. Well, ha-ha. The Nuggets and the Heat are the ones that punched their ticket to the big one here in 2023. All right, how about the big news that broke Tuesday in the world of golf? The PGA Tour 
Live Golf and the DP World Tour are going to all come together under one umbrella, and there will be a merger. Now, these organizations had been in legal battles against each other, lawsuits galore. And now, out of nowhere, they have married. The commissioner of the PGA, Jay Monahan, on CNBC Tuesday said that there's been a lot of tension in golf the last couple of years. And what he's talking about is coming together. I guess the Beatles would be proud of this one. They're coming together to unify the game of golf and to do so under one umbrella. Hmm. wonder if there's some legal issues here with a monopoly, perhaps. Now, there was much anger over the formation of Live Golf a few years ago when it got started, mainly because it is a Saudi Arabia-backed entity, and people would accuse the players like Dustin Johnson, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, those who left the PGA Tour to go join Live Golf, saying they had blood on their hand for what Saudi Arabia had to do as a country with September 11, 2001. To the defense of those players, look, Stephen A. Smith, he and I don't always agree, but I saw a clip from Tuesday when this thing got announced, and that loudmouth from ESPN, he nailed it. He said if the United States government is okay with doing business with Saudi Arabia, then what's the difference if these golfers have something to do that's a Saudi-backed project? Yeah, our government has not turned its back on Saudi Arabia for 9-11. In fact, I'm a, I'm a Trump guy, but do you remember the very first country that a brand-new president in 2017 went and visited? It would be Donald Trump in 2017 on his first international trip, he went to Saudi Arabia. Remember, he got like a sword in his hand and they put a sword on his shoulder or some kind of something I'm sure Secret Service was not very happy about. But that was the first country he went to. Then he went to Israel just after that. And if it's good enough for the government, maybe it's good enough for God. It doesn't matter what I say. Hey, this merger is happening. And it's happening because of money, which is why a lot of these players left the PGA Tour. And let's be honest, if you're a conservative, I'm not very happy with the way the PGA Tour has been the last few years. Speaking of Donald Trump, remember they took tournaments away from his golf courses because he was (laughs) controversial. Oh my goodness. Donald Trump has done a lot to promote the game of golf for a long time through his golf courses He plays golf. He talks about golf. He cheats at golf. (laughs) He rides his golf cart on golf greens. I have never seen that done before. But if you've not seen that YouTube video where he just drives right on top of the green on his golf cart, it's it's, uh, so stupid it's funny. And I don't know why the folks at Augusta National haven't put him in the field as a member. He ought to be a member of Augusta National like Dwight D. Eisenhower. You know, Obama's a big golf guy, too. I think Augusta National probably should invite both Obama and Trump to be members. Hey, if you're listening over there on Washington Road in Augusta, you should do that. By the way, I drove by there this year. I don't know if I told you all that. I was in Augusta during Masters Week, and I'm not usually 
in Augusta during Masters Week, and I didn't even go to the Masters. But I did drive by the golf course late on the first night of competition just to see what it was like. And to my surprise, other than John Daly hanging out at the local Hooters just down the street from the entrance to Augusta, Augusta National, you would not have even been able to tell that the Masters was going on. And it was a quiet night there on Washington Road, Augusta, GA. Because of these live golfers being so darn good, those who had won Masters championships, like a Dustin Johnson, even though they skipped over to the live tour, they still got to compete in the Masters and those other majors they had won, which is what most of these golfers live for, pun intended. They want to play in the majors. But they use the live tour as a way to go make a lot of money and play less golf. They have only three rounds instead of four rounds. They have the team competition. It was a it, attractive thing, but man, the money was so great. There was a this golfer from Oklahoma named Taylor Gooch. I heard his name, didn't know much about him. He won back-to-back tournaments on the Live Tour. I guess it was in the month of March, possibly some in April. He won in Australia, and then he backed that up with a win in Singapore. And his paycheck for those three weeks of golf there was I think a week in between but during that three week time span of playing in two tournaments Gooch made about 10 million dollars because he won individually and then he won as a team I think in both tournaments he couldn't make 10 million dollars on the PGA Tour unless well he'd have to win the FedEx Cup which I think is a 10 million dollar payday but he made the right choice for a guy that was a mid-level PGA Tour golfer. He goes and kills it on the Live Tour this year. And then Brooks kept his, I mean, he just won the PGA Championship. But this merger, again, according to the PGA Commissioner, to, to help unify the sport. And you have to think that the Taylor Gooches and the Brooks Kepkas and the Bryson DeChambeau's, Dustin Johnson, those who took the, took the gamble and joined Saudi Arabia on this thing, are going to come out smelling real, real nice because they got a lot of criticism. In fact, let me see here. I saw, I don't have a name for this particular golfer, but one PGA Tour player, when ESPN kind of stunned them with the announcement that this merger was happening, said, no effing way. (laughs) He didn't use effing. He used another, another way of saying it. Colin Marikawa he won the Open Championship two years ago. He went on social media to say, I love finding out morning news on Twitter, and everyone thought yesterday was the longest day in golf. Uh, I'm not sure what he's talking about there. Was No, I'm not sure what he's talking about. But it was not well. And well, in fact, they had a players-only meeting at the tournament for wherever they are this week. The actual... Is it the U.S. Open next week? We've got a major coming up next week in golf. But uh, still, more more feedback coming. They're, they're in Canada this week. Golf is having its the PGA Tour RBC Canadian Open before moving on to the major next week. It's going to be real interesting. By the way, Greg Norman, who's kind of been the celebrity spokesperson for Live Golf all along, he took a victory lap on social media. 
on Tuesday saying, a great day in global golf for players and fans alike. The journey continues. Hey, Greg Norman, good day, mate. (laughs) All right, one last story from Sports World today before we move on to a break. Nick Saban of Alabama is heading to Washington, D.C., not to celebrate a national championship, but he was actually in D.C. Tuesday handing out talking toy ducks to children with cancer and posing for pictures showing his soft side. And he is actually heading to D.C. to help lobby Congress. He's going there to be a lobbyist as he is seeking help from Congress in managing name, image, and likeness compensation as the NCAA lifted its ban on athletes being paid endorsers in 2021. And now he's wooing House and Senate members. Nick Saban, he ought to run for governor. Actually, he ought to run for president of the United States, maybe. Maybe he could be Trump's. How about this ticket? At least for president. Let's see, is this is this possible? I don't know where Nick Saban's residency is, but we could have Nick Saban as a president. Republican, of course. And you know who'd be a good VP for him? A guy that's actually a United States senator right now. Tommy Tuberville. <laughs> Saban Tuberville, 2024. How does that sound? Or should it be Tuberville Saban? But yeah, Nick Saban heading to Washington, D.C. to Today, he, he was actually at the Aflac Children's Hospital handing out these toys in Birmingham, I think is where that's located. Now, headed to D.C. today. So he's mixing in a little feel-good, happy feeling with kids with making Congress feel a little bit uneasy, trying to get them to change the rules to make it easier to make the athletes, of which he does pretty well with, get more cash money. And that's a Southern Sports Update here for the opening salvo of this Wednesday Y'all Show. We'll come right back and give you a quick update on social media as the Y'all Show continues. Tennessee Farmers Market, downtown Jackson, Tennessee, on Market Street. Street next to Lafayette Street. Nice dinner to me. Plenty of fresh veggies to eat. On Market Street, downtown Jackson, Tennessee. They got cabbage, broccoli, peas, and greens. Prettiest fruit you've ever seen. They got corn, potatoes, both big and small. Just so many things I can't name them all. Market Green. Downtown Jackson, Tennessee. Home Market Green. Downtown Jackson, Tennessee. West Tennessee Farmers Market. Downtown Jackson, Tennessee. 
Sakura Japanese Restaurant set the standard in West Tennessee for sushi, specialty rolls, and hibachi grill items. Sakura also offers a Chinese menu with lunch specials available Monday through Sunday, all lunch specials served with egg drop or hot and sour soup, salad, and mixed rice. Sakura also offers a full bar with a happy hour on Fridays, 5 to 7 p.m., and Saturdays all night, two-for-one domestic beers. You can dine in the newly remodeled dining area at 70 Carriage House Drive or call Sakura at 731-664-2878 for takeout or delivery. Hi, this is Jessica with today's business Q&A. Are you ready? Question. How can you do three things at once? Answer. By working with Allegra Design Print Mail, where you can get marketing, print, and mailing expertise all with one phone call. Allegra Design Print Mail is Jackson's one-stop resource for small and mid-sized organizations looking to grow. Visit our website at AllegraJackson.com, call us at 664-1676, or stop by at 1029 Old Hickory Boulevard. Allegra is your single source for design, printing, signs, promotional products, and so much more. This is a Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Talk radio for all y'all. She turned up her nose as she walked by my Cadillac. All right, we are continuing on on this Wednesday edition of Talking About Dixie with our hashtag Hullabaloo feature. This is where social media comes to us here with Talk About the South and we find a tweet from K.A. Dorgan, Ph.D., and a word lush, as K.A. describes. K.A. at K.A. Dorgan, a writer, a professor emeritus, and they like to talk about Appalachian issues. They are an intersectional feminist and write about LGBTQ plus and BLM issues. All right. Here is what K.A. Dorgan puts out today. Good morning. Wishing you a day filled with unexpected delights. Good morning, y'all, from Southern Appalachia. All right, well, thank you for that. And K.A., or should I say Dr. Dorgan, has on this tweet a picture of what looks like mushrooms. Go on there and see what you're, uh, what you think there at K-A-D-O-R-G-A-N. See what you think there. But regardless, we appreciate the welcome and the good day to you. And good day to you, Dr. Dorgan. And we wish you a day filled with unexpected delights, too. What a, what a nice message coming from the good doctor. A word lush is what K.A. says that they are. All right, good job, and thank you for that. And I'm not sure I'm willing to sample those mushrooms, if indeed that's what that is. And hopefully those mushrooms, whatever they are, are legal. I think they're the mushrooms you find out in the wild in southern Appalachia. Yeah, that's what that is. That's why that's why they put it on there. So thank you, K.A. An A for you, K.A. All right, that's Hashtag Hullabaloo. We've got more Hashtag Hullabaloo coming up throughout today's show, so stay tuned. We're going to be talking about donuts in the South next time we get together for this later on. We'll wrap this hour up of talking about Dixie when the Y'all Show continues with Sawyer Brown. This is J.P. Stovall. I am a pastor. I'm also a patriot. The Patriot Pastor airs weekday mornings 9 to 11 on Super Talk 93.1. Informed and inspirational guests join me for the program. Your calls and texts are encouraged as we bring positive patriotism to West Tennessee. Righteousness exalts a nation. 
Tune in, The Patriot Pastor, Monday through Fridays, 9 to 11 a.m. on West Tennessee's conservative voice, Super Talk 93.1. You're having fun out there in the sun. Summertime is family time, the fun's just begun. Kick back and relax, we're always here for you. We hope you feel great all summer long. But if you start to feel like something's gone wrong, we treat you like family. Physicians, quality care. Hey, West Tennessee, what are you going to do? For physical therapy, you know it's up to you. You've got a choice, it's so easy to see. The best is PQC, PT. We're gonna help you get back to living life. It's so easy to see. The best is PQC, PT. Hey, Jackson in West Tennessee, Dustin Ring here again with Dustin Buys Houses. I'm still buying houses fast for cash in all of West Tennessee. You have a house that just needs too many repairs and you can't afford to fix it? We can make you a cash offer and purchase the house as is so you don't have to fix it. We even pay closing costs. Do you have a rental that's filled with bad tenants? Leave the hard work to us. We'll buy the house for cash and close and deal with them ourselves. Are you relocating for a job and need to sell ASAP? We can make you a cash offer today and close in as little as 30 days. And remember, we take the property as is. We'll even clean it out. Are you going through an icky divorce? I've been there. No fun, but we'll buy that house too. I'm also looking for multifamily properties, duplexes, triplexes, apartments. I even buy mobile homes and mobile home parks. Do you just have vacant land? Give me a call. I'll make you an offer. Call me today at 577-4150. Again, 577-4150. You can even send me a text message. Again, the number 731-577-4150 or visit Dustin Buys.com. Are you in the market for a metal roof or a contractor looking for a dependable supplier? Quality Outdoor Products at Three Ways, your metal roofing superstore. Quality Outdoor Products is the factory. They roll form roofing and trim in house. Quality Outdoor Products also has the best prices in West Tennessee. Right now, get 40 year roofing at 289 per linear foot, 20 year roofing at 259 per linear foot. While supplies last, miss runs and scratch and dent 175 per linear foot. Come by our showroom at Three Way in Jackson. Call 423 1050 or online at Quality Outdoor door.net dominating dixie this is the y'all show on west tennessee super talk 93.1 fm we've got one hour now in the books and two more to go it's the y'all show Broadcasting on great radio stations across the South and also available in podcast form. You can find the Y'all Show in podcast form and Spotify. If you've not seen it there, it looks awesome. Good job, Spotify. Just search Y'all Show and you'll see our program and you can sign up for it. It's absolutely free and it will be automatically delivered each and every day that we have this show put out there on the podcast platforms. You also can find the Y'all Show in Apple Podcasts, the purple icon on a smartphone or on an iPad. You can subscribe. It's absolutely free. We make it pretty pretty dang easy for you to find us here on Y'all Talk with a Southern Accent. And you can connect to us also anytime here at the Y'all Show. The way to do that is our text line, 615-208-4184. 615-208-4184. Well, we, we've 
We'll take a break. Come back with hour two of today's Y'all Show. We'll have our Southern Business Spotlight. Tips for you if you want to put your home up on the Verbo market. We've got some great things to tell you about that as our Southern Business Report is filed. Stay tuned. We are West Tennessee's conservative voice. WTJS, Alamo, Jackson, West Tennessee, Super Talk 93.1. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. Former Vice President Mike Pence was to announce his presidential run tonight in Iowa, but Pence released a new video to the media hours ago that let the cat out of the bag. On his 64th birthday, Mike Pence released a nearly three-minute video announcing his candidacy and his vision for America. I believe in the American people, and I have faith. God is not done with America yet, and together we can bring this country back. The announcement by Pence comes a morning after former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie launched his campaign. Polls show Pence and all the GOP candidates still trail former President Trump in his third run for the presidency. I'm Rory O'Neill. 17 U.S. states are issuing air quality alerts today because of thick smoke from Canadian wildfires. States in the Northeast, Mid-Atlantic, and as far away as Kentucky and Tennessee are reporting dense smoke from the fires burning in Quebec. Canadian officials say fire crews are scrambling to put out over 160 forest fires sparked by high temperatures and dry conditions. Pope Francis is going into surgery. The Vatican has confirmed that the Pope will be under general anesthesia while he undergoes abdominal surgery today. A Vatican spokesman says the operation was planned by the Pope's medical team because of a hernia that has been giving the pontiff reoccurring pains. The spokesman says the 86-year-old Pope will remain in the hospital for several days. There's a new push in Congress to keep AM radio in newer model vehicles. A House subcommittee is looking into a bill that would require car makers to keep AM radio in their vehicles as some manufacturers have started to phase it out in newer electric vehicles. Car companies have argued the electric batteries interfere with AM transmissions. The Stanley Cup Finals continue tomorrow night. The Vegas Golden Knights lead the Florida Panthers two games to none. USA News. And now Martha Stewart for Skechers. When I make a dish or embark on a craft project, I always use the finest, most fabulous ingredients and materials. Which is why, when it comes to footwear, I love Skechers. Because Skechers is the comfort technology company and uses the most luxurious, innovative materials and designs to make wondrously comfortable footwear with all the fits and features like Arch Fit and Skechers' world-famous air-cooled memory foam. It's exactly the way I'd make shoes. Find Skechers at a Skechers store, Skechers.com, or wherever stylish footwear is sold. My friend and I are taking a trip to Mexico this year, but neither of us speak Spanish. So we downloaded Babbel and started learning Spanish fast. Want to start getting conversational in another language in as little as three weeks? Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons were designed by language experts to be the most efficient and effective way to learn a new language. ¿Cómo te llamas? ¿Cómo te llamas? Babbel, language for life. Celebrating 10 million subscriptions sold. Now try Babbel for free at Babbel.com. That's B-A-B-B-E-L.com. The PGA Tour and Saudi-backed Live, or 54 Golf, are announcing a merger. In a stunning end to their bitter rivalry, Mike Tirico, who does a variety of sports commentary for NBC, weighs in. Surprised is an understatement. I think the golf world, including the biggest names in the sport, were stunned. I don't think anybody saw this coming. Those brokering the deal call it historic, saying it will unify the game around the world. But the decision is being met with shock and disbelief by others. The families of 9-11 terrorists are extremely disappointed. 
Top players on the PGA Tour must be upset. Some who sacrificed hundreds of millions of dollars reportedly offered by 54 Golf over the years. Seven people were shot too fatally when gunfire erupted yesterday near Monroe Park in Richmond, Virginia. A high school graduation ceremony had just ended when the gunfire erupted, causing hundreds of attendees to flee in panic. Interim Police Chief Rick Edwards says an arrest has been made of one of two individuals that were detained. We have another individual who is in custody who is 19 years old who we believe was involved in the shooting. At this point, in consultation with the Richmond Commonwealth Attorney's Office, we plan on seeking charges for second-degree murder times two for that individual, with more potential charges to follow. President Biden and British Prime Minister Rashi Sunak are expected to discuss Ukraine and artificial intelligence. The two meet in Washington tomorrow. Lance Pry, USA News. I'm Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I learned about atrial fibrillation the hard way. My symptoms would come and go. Shortness of breath, fatigue. I kept going. Then I got so lightheaded, I couldn't. My doctor said I have AFib, so I'm about five times more likely to have a stroke. Other symptoms, irregular heartbeat, heart racing, chest pain can come and go, but the risk of stroke stays. If you have symptoms, tell a doctor. Visit notimetowait.com. Sponsored by... Bill O'Reilly here. You're at the right place for great local and regional talk. It's all right here on the Frankie Lack Show. Hey, Sean Hannity here, and thanks for taking the Frankie Lack Show home along with your drive. This is Frankie Lax. Join me and Airborne Bob Monday through Friday afternoons, 4 to 6, for the Frankie Lack Show. National and state issues are covered with a local flavor. Call, text, or email us at mail at frankielax.com. Stimulating talk on West Tennessee's conservative voice, Super Talk 93.1. Here's a look at your West Tennessee weather forecast for this Wednesday. Currently in downtown Jackson, it's 62 degrees. Today across West Tennessee is going to be a sunny, beautiful day. A little bit hot out there. High of 91 degrees. It's going to be mostly sunny today. And as we said, very, very toasty. Chance of precipitation is 10%. The overnight low tonight, 65 degrees. Tomorrow, more of the same high on Thursday of 84 degrees. Again, right now, under sunny skies, 62 degrees in West Tennessee. Now, back to more of talking about the South. Make Mama proud. Keep listening to The Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. We are gathered here for another hour of discussion about Dixie. John Rawl is my name. Y'all.com is who powers this. This is the Y'all Show. It's great to be back with you here on this seventh day of June as we give you the updates of what's going on from a news standpoint, from a sports standpoint. And in this hour, we've got an update on Southern business, some stories to tell you about, plus Hey, it's vacation time, and maybe, just maybe, you want to open up your home to do like a Verbo-type deal. Well, we've got some audio we'll be sharing with you for those of you looking to do a Verbo tips to setting up your place to be Verbo-friendly. That's coming up in our Southern Business Report this hour. In our final hour of today's Y'all Show, Megan Headwall will be back here, and Megan will be talking about 
overtraining. What is it and what to do about it if you've overtrained? That, in addition to our hashtag hullabaloo report coming up in our final hour of this y'all show. If you want to get connected, easy to do it. We've got a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week text line. You can send us a message on that anytime you feel like it. If you're catching us right now on the radio, great. If you're catching us in podcast form, listening to us at your leisure, that text line is available for you to send us something as well. That number is 615-208-4184. We have an email address, mail, M-A-I-L, at Y-A-L-L dot com. Mail at y'all dot com. Making it very, very easy to connect to us here and the staff that helps bring you each and every day our discussion of talk with a southern accent all right let's get into the headlines of today's y'all show first of all happy birthday to former vice president mike pence as mike pence is celebrating his birthday not hanging out all day in indiana no sir no way he's actually celebrating in a way that is pretty unique he's announcing his presidency in fact he's already put out a video saying that he's going to be running for president and he's going to be having an in-person announcement of this thing in iowa today but the former vp under donald trump now officially puts his hat in the ring as he's going to be a contender on the republican side in 2024 mike pence so if you I would put him in the third place, even though he's just getting in this today. I'd have to think that he would be in third place among all those 10 people, I think it is now. When the North Dakota governor officially enters, it will be 10 Republicans. And I think I can think I can do this off the top of my head. I don't have an article in front of me, so let's just see how politically connected your gracious host of the Y'all Show is. All right, let me try this without screwing this up. Donald Trump, Nikki Haley, Tim Scott. You've got uh, uh, Asia Hutchinson. you got the Indian name guy with a long name. He's five, so there's five. You've got Larry Elder is six. You've got Mike Pence now. Chris Christie's announced. That's eight. You've got the North Dakota governor, and then there's the one more. Uh, did I say DeSantis? Did I say DeSantis? I don't know if I said DeSantis. So, yeah, there you go. I get, do I get an A? I think so. I did this completely off the top of my head. Now, on the Democratic side, you've got Joe Biden, and then you've got that Marion. Maria, Mar- she ran in 2020 as well. She's running, but the the real possible guy that could mess things up on that side would be Robert F. Kennedy Jr. He's polling at 20-something percent on the Democratic side. And if Joe Biden keeps falling down, literally, (laughs) as bad as Robert F. Kennedy's voice is, have y'all heard him talk? You know, my voice ain't the greatest. I, I, I know that, but... Thank God I'm not Robert F. Kennedy Jr. You talk about a horrible voice. I mean, it's bad enough he's got his connection to Massachusetts. 
where they park cars and stuff like that. But boy, he he sounds like he's been vaping for 200 years. I don't think that's what it is. I mean, it, he might have a, a serious health issue why he has the voice that he does. But woo, I wouldn't want to hear him say things like, "We've passed the torch to a new generation." The torch has been passed. I guess his uncle is the one that said that back in 1961. But that's an update. Mike Pence, who's celebrating a birthday today. Let's see how old Mike Pence is today. You know, he looks old. He's not as old as you think he is. He's had that gray hair. I guess Mike Pence is a, a youngster growing up in Indiana. Must have had black hair or something. Let's see what I can find out on Michael Pence. As I keep you in suspense of Pence. And he is today 64 years young, born June 7th, 1959 in Columbus, Indiana. He's been married to Karen since 1985. Y'all know where Columbus is? I think it's down near Cincinnati. Not that I'm an expert on the Hoosier State, but he's from kind of southern Indiana is where he's originally from. I'm, I'm pretty darn sure. And a, a good, you know, he was, a, if you're a conservative, Mike Pence was a heck of a VP. Now, Trump just said, after Pence is announcing he's going to be running, Trump came out and said, Vice President doesn't really do anything. <laughs> what else would he say, right? You know, come on, it's Donald Trump. But uh, he was as loyal as loyal could be to Donald Trump. He, he did anything Trump asked him to do. So, yeah, maybe Trump has a point there in saying that, they don't do much. Well, at least for Pence, he was a echo chamber for Donald Trump. Until you got to January 6, 2021. And I don't, I don't really get too angry at Pence on that. I think Trump crossed a line with Pence, at least. I don't think he crossed a line leading a darn insurrection, as some people call it, in my opinion. But he didn't want... Pence up there and Pence went ahead and did it anyway Pence did it because he thought he was following the constitution I guess the history books will continue to be written about that day and their relationship but other than that one day you couldn't have had a better sidekick to Donald Trump than Mike Pence looking back maybe Pence should have been replaced in 2020 on the ticket with a more diverse candidate. You know, that would have been the time Nikki Haley would have been more appropriate. She wants to be president bad. She wants it bad. And maybe, just maybe in a way to help reach out to the more diverse folks, the rhinos, etc. He could have gotten her, Christy Nome, somebody else in 2020. But no, Trump stuck with Pence on that ticket in 2020. And they lost. Somehow, some way, they lost. And now Pence is right into the thick of this race up against his old boss in Donald Trump. That ought to be something worth watching. And then you got Chris Christie joining the fun this week, too. That ought to be fun. You know, Christie's only in there to destroy Trump. That's his only purpose in doing this. What? What a? Could you imagine anybody doing something like that on the Democratic side? They wouldn't let it happen. There's nobody's going to come out on the Democratic side this year with Joe Biden and just really get 
ultra personal with their attacks on the president. Yeah, RFK, I just told you, is running. Was he really going to turn the heat up on Joe Biden? Or is he just there really to, I, I guess, keep the Kennedy name out there? And the Kennedys haven't been quite top fold of the newspaper here lately. Is that why he's running? Is he is he trying to finish the job his dad most likely could have won in 1968? I am confident that Robert F. Kennedy Sr. would have won that Democratic nomination had he not been assassinated in Los Angeles 55 years ago this month. And he's carrying that torch for the Kennedy family. I wonder, we always have to say, yes, could Robert F. Kennedy have beaten Richard Nixon in that 68 race? Yeah, absolutely. I think he could have. Now, Vietnam was raging, and that had a lot of impact on how people voted, but I still think the country could have easily elected the senior Kennedy. But we know that's not how it worked out, sadly, for the Kennedy family. So we have a a new contender now, as Mike Pence is going to be among the 10 Republicans going up against Joe Biden, whichever one emerges from them, they will likely be going up against Joe Biden if Kennedy doesn't somehow win the Democratic process or another uh, Marianne Williamson, I think's her name. She's the lady that's in there running to update on the wildfires that you might have seen in portions of the South in the last couple of days. It's, it's, it's really causing a problem in the Northeast. But even in the South, we've got traces of these Canadian wildfires, several of them going on in Quebec. The Quebec is wee-wee. What are you doing up there? They've got an outbreak, and now we're seeing in Illinois, in Connecticut, just spread throughout these wildfires that are affecting the atmosphere. Air quality experts are saying that alerts are being triggered by the number of factors caused by these Canadian wildfires, including the detection of fine particle pollution known as PM 2.5. That can irritate the lungs. So if you're out there coughing today, (laughs) it could be because of these dang Canadian wildfires. No more Canadian bacon pizzas until this gets put out in Quebec. A pulmonologist in Connecticut said that they have as a as humans we have defenses in our upper airway to trap larger particles and prevent them from getting down into the lungs. These are sort of the right size to get past these defenses, according to Dr. David Hill, pulmonologist. And expect if you've got issues with your lungs to have inflammatory reactions if this smoke is is a big enough issue in your area. Yes, about 500 to 600 miles north of the border is where these Quebec fires are big and raging right now. Hmm. So be careful and help Quebec get these things put out if if you have a little extra time on your hand. We've had a Mountain State Trooper killed in the line of duty in the last couple of days. West Virginia State Police Trooper Sergeant Corey Maynard fatally shot in Mingo County. The investigation underway. The suspect has been arrested. 
But again, a West Virginia state police trooper killed in the line of duty, Sergeant Maynard. Another West Virginia law enforcement officer dies in a car accident earlier in the week. Our thoughts with the entire law enforcement community of West Virginia. A letter currently being sent to the Veterans Administration from some Mississippi politicians. They're not happy about the rainbow flag that's flying at the Biloxi VA Medical Center. And now, on the Gulf Coast of Mississippi, there is a rainbow flag flying at the Biloxi Cemetery for Veterans. The National Cemetery has a pride flag flying high on a flagpole there. And now... All of the uh, major GOP lawmakers in Mississippi, several of the congressmen, as well as both senators for Mississippi, Senators Wicker and Senator Smith, they're calling this flag flying at the Biloxi Cemetery during Pride Month a political stunt with a letter saying cemeteries should be places for reflection and respect, not public virtue signaling Our veterans expect the Department of Veterans Affairs to provide services, not promote controversial ideologies. That, again, going to the VA about these flags flying in Mississippi on the Gulf Coast. I'm not aware of them flying in other portions of the Magnolia State, but that is the story from the Gulf Coast today, at least. If you're traveling through the Memphis area, might want to be advised the I-55 bridge that connects Memphis and the Tennessee side of the Mississippi River over to Arkansas. That thing's going to be closed for a couple of days. Check with the Arkansas Department of Transportation or TDOT, Tennessee's Department of Transportation, to see if it indeed is going to be open. There are only two ways to get across that mighty Mississippi when you're in in Memphis. Well, I guess you could go across on foot on the railroad bridge there. But if you're in an 18-wheeler or you're in your Subaru and you want to get over across the river, you got two choices. The I-40 bridge, the Hernando de Soto bridge, or this I-55 bridge south of Hernando de Soto. And at least for a few days while they're working on some construction issues, they're closing up I-55 bridge south of downtown Memphis. And that will possibly affect your travel schedule if you're heading through the Memphis area. It's going to be hard to find Georgia peaches this summer as Georgia got hit hard by some cold weather in March. According to a specialist at the University of Georgia, you can expect that there will be much lower peach quantities this year. Pam Knox said that 85 to 95% of the peach crop from Georgia was decimated during this mid-March freeze. Georgia is the nation's third largest peach producer trailing California at number one and the number one peach producing state in the country is the Palmetto State of South Carolina. By the way, Georgia produces more than 130 million pounds of oh, delicious ripe peaches each year. Except for this year. It's going to be less. That cold snap pretty rough on the peach crop of Georgia. Mm, nothing like them Georgia peaches both the actual fruit and and them Georgia women who like to be called Georgia peaches y'all know any Georgia peaches alright let's talk about 
bald eagles in Nashville, in the Nashville area. The Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency had to be called out to protect an eagle's nest that was knocked down by land-clearing crews in the Nashville area. This happened on West Trinity Lane, just off the interstate there in Nashville. The TWRA had to open up an investigation into what happened as a nest of two bald eagle eaglets was in a tree on the property but was knocked down at the first of the month by a land clearing company working on a job to remove trees from the property. Hmm, you'd think they might see a big eagle's nest. The lucky news is the eagles have been relocated by TWRA staff and appear to be okay. And the adult bald eagles still protecting their young. The land clearing company has been told to stay away from the eagle's nest until further notice. Stay away, land clearers. I guess somewhere there on Trinity Lane, they're getting ready to put up another Nashville skyscraper. (laughs) Or a Nashville crane. That ought to be the next, when they get a baseball team to Nashville one of these days, they could be called the Nashville Cranes. Because I think Nashville leads the country for construction of big, tall buildings. That skyline of Music City changes every day. Bald and golden eagles are protected creatures under a law that was enacted in 1940. No charges have been filed against this land-clearing company, by the way, at this time. But they are investigating. And they're working with the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service to prosecute this case federally, if need be. Note to our land clearers and those who work out in the outdoors might want to take a look at this article if you can find it online to see what an eagle's nest looks like it it's pretty obvious that it's a big old bird that lives up there in that tree don't don't go chopping it down let's save the eagles save the birds and we will all be a much better country i didn't realize birds like eagles have been protected since before world war ii but that's what we just found out in our entertainment report on the Tuesday Y'all Show, I told you about Cuba Gooding Jr. going to trial, the New Yorker and acting fame from movies like Jerry Maguire. He'd been accused of raping a woman in a New York City hotel a decade ago, and he had a civil trial that was scheduled to start on Tuesday in New York. Well, guess what? Moments before this thing was supposed to start with the jury selection, they settled it out of court. One of the reasons they settled it, the woman would have had to, according to a judge, reveal her identity. And that was a big problem. She didn't want her identity revealed. They ended up settling. Not sure what uh, what the settlement was, but good news for Cuba Gooding Jr. The actor is this trial off. And he could put it in the rearview mirror. If you're wanting to eat oysters, it's June. If you know anything about oyster eating, you're not supposed to eat them in the month of months that have no R in it. So now that we moved from April to May, we don't have R's in the months of June, July, and August. These three summer months, according to superstition, stay away from eating oysters. The LSU Ag Center has something to say about that. As oysters have been consumed by humans for thousands of years, and did, did all of our forefathers and foremothers 
not eat oysters in the months of summertime. Oysters are high in zinc. If you're wanting to increase your zinc intake, they can help with that. And the LSU Ag Center out answering questions about oysters right now. One question they answered was that oysters are still alive until shucked. And a researcher at the LSU Ag Center School of Renewable Natural Resources, Megan Lapeer, says that they are alive even when they are after they're shucked. If you eat them immediately after shucking, you are eating them live. And if you look carefully, you can see their heartbeat. Eee. Eee. Yeah, so the big deal with oysters is that potentially they could be carrying disease. And that is why the superstition is you don't eat them in the months of June, July, and August. The R months are when you eat oysters. And this researcher weighs in on that. As they said that we know that Vibrio, whatever that is, is more prevalent in warmer months, but the fact is Vibrio can occur occur at any time of year, and eating raw or undercooked oysters always presents a foodborne risk. i got to find out what Vibrio is. These researchers are using words that I didn't learn when I was studying up on oysters in grammar school. I assume it could be a virus. Because, personal story here, my father ate oysters in the month of July a few years ago, and he got nearly killed. He got nearly killed by eating oysters as he got a, a, a an infection. And he was in the hospital for nearly three months. It drove him literally mad crazy for a few days. We didn't know what was wrong with him until they found out he had an aquatic bacterial infection. So you got to be careful. That's why eating raw oysters is not a good thing to do, in my opinion, anytime. You don't want to take that risk. If you're going to eat oysters, in my opinion, get them cooked to some degrees. Whether you put them on a um, raw, uh, steamed, you can steam your oysters. You can, I guess, deep fry oysters. There's different ways to cook them. It's just, just anything to help get rid of that bacteria is the point. Because you don't want to be like Pappy. My God. It was awful. Absolutely awful. More, I, I could tell you a lot more about that one. I, I didn't think he was going to make it. He, he wasn't supposed to make it. He somehow made it. Still with us. Thank God. But the oysters nearly put him down. And I'm partly responsible for it. Because I wanted to go to a restaurant that had catfish. And he didn't want the catfish. He wanted the oysters that were on special in July. And it was nearly his uh, downfall. Thank God it wasn't. Now his downfall is my mom. I'm just kidding. (laughs) I'm just kidding. That's a joke. That's a joke. All right. That's a look at our headlines here on this. Oh, what are we? Wednesday edition. I'm getting. I, I sound like I've been eating raw oysters. I'm losing my mind here on this Tuesday edition. Let's take a break. Let's come back with a quick update on sports and then move over to some business talk on this edition of Y'all Talk with an accent on all things Southern. Remember, you can connect to us anytime at the Y'all Show. It's just so extremely easy to do so. Just pick up that phone and text us. The way to do that is 615-208-4180. 
Or drop us an email at mail at yall.com. More of the show that shakes the Southland is headed your way. Here at Super Talk 93.1, you can text us, and it's real easy to do. Just pick up your phone and text us at 731-410-7560. And that text line for Super Talk 93.1 is powered by See Me Tree Service. They're a small family-owned business that can help take care of your tree removal, tree trimming, tree elevation, pruning, tree topping, stump grinding, and more. They're licensed and insured, and you can call them for a free estimate, 731-617-2236, 731-617-2236. It's See Me Tree Service covering all of West Tennessee, and they present the Super Talk 93.1 text line. At Tennessee Tractor, we understand that not everyone has a degree, but that shouldn't hold you back from pursuing your dreams. We're here to help you get trained and kickstart your journey as a John Deere technician. Our team of experts will guide you every step of the way, providing you with the knowledge and skills that you need to become a pro. We're now hiring at all of our Tennessee Tractor locations, so don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. At Tennessee Tractor, we don't just offer a job, we offer a way of life. Apply today by going to careers at TennesseeTractor.com. Snap, snap, snappy tomato pizza. Snappy Tomato Pizza at 1187 Van Drive in the Columns in Jackson is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. till 9 p.m. Serving the best pizza around. Also hoagies, pastas, salads, calzones, and wings and desserts. Snappy Tomato Pizza at 1187 Van Drive in the Columns near Dick's Sporting Goods in Jackson. Snap, snap, snappy tomato pizza. For 20 years, All Seasons Heating, Air, and Refrigeration has been Jackson's hometown-trained, family-owned heating and air headquarters, providing comfort season after season for West Tennesseans. All Seasons does not use sales gimmicks, only trusted products and workmanship. Their technicians are paid salary, not commission, meaning they won't push you to buy products and services you don't need. All Seasons Heating and Air and their trained products come with a 10-year parts warranty. Financing is available. It's hard to stop a train. Subject to credit approval. See store for details. At Southern Airways, we fly to make your day. Southern Airways is putting Jackson back on the map. Flying from McKellar Sipes and making connections in Atlanta is easier than ever because Jackson has been awarded our own gate at the busiest airport in the world. Avoid the long TSA lines at Hartsfield. Land directly at gate E37. Tokyo to your left, Orlando to your right. It's all easy when you fly directly into America's biggest hub. Book today at iFlySouthern.com. From the Smokies to the Bayou, this is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Should I lean on you, babe? Or should you lean on me? Am I 
helping us get to today's Southern Sports Update for Hour 2 of talking about what's going on across the South. This is the Y'all Show presented by Y'all.com. And we start off our Southern Update with some NFL news. First of all, I know we're a Southern-centric show, but hey, the Buffalo Bills, we weren't sure if they were going to be able to stick around that part of the Empire State. They started construction on a brand-new stadium in Buffalo this week so good job bills mafia looks like you're going to have a team there for quite some time i just want to know if this new stadium is going to have a, a dome because i don't want to go to a game in buffalo in the middle of winter and get poured on by snow if i can help it i'm pretty sure i think i saw the renderings this thing's going to be real nice and a great addition to the nfl when it comes online and then if, if we're talking about stadiums and stuff you might have seen where the future, potential future Las Vegas Athletics are in a little bit in limbo as the Nevada legislature failed to bring up the vote to help give money to the A's and their desire to move from Oakland to Vegas. And they don't meet for another two years. Now, they could get called into a special session in Carson City. I never thought I'd say Carson City here on the Y'all Show unless I'm talking about some old western <laughs> not exactly our our focus here on y'all but nashville somehow ties into this because you know nashville's trying to get a major league team charlotte possibly could be a mlb destination and if if nashville plays its cards right they're going to be going out right now and trying to meet with the a's and saying hey we have you taken care of come on down to music city right now because they've got renderings there's money, and Tennessee is a pretty good place for professional sports right now. With the Grizzlies' success, the Titans do well. The Nashville Predators are doing well. The Nashville soccer team is selling out big time with their stadium at the old Tennessee State Fairgrounds. Even the Tennessee Vols are doing good. And your Vanderbilt Commodore bowling team is your national championship in Music City. Am I leaving anybody out? I know Austin P had a resurgence in football. Let's see here. I think maybe UT Martin did pretty good this year. Or if it wasn't this year, it was last year. Yeah, sports. Sports. Uh, ETSU won the SOCON two years ago with Randy Sanders, former UT Vol assistant coach, leading that team. Yeah, football is, is good. It's, it's, it's in a good condition in, in Tennessee. And then for baseball, the Vols are in the uh, they're in the Super Regionals this weekend. Vanderbilt fell apart in their regional this past weekend, and they got eliminated. I don't know what happened to Tim Corbin's team. But, yeah, Nashville and Tennessee is a good landing spot in Major League Baseball, if you're listening. Let's get back to some NFL talk. You know, we 
we've got our problems here in this part of the world, but we're not the only ones with problems. Two Cleveland Brown players robbed at gunpoint by six masked men, according to a police report. These guys, it looks like we're out on the town having a good time earlier in the week when these six bandits came and robbed them. And those players were Greg Newsom II and defensive tackle Perion Winfrey. Robbed at gunpoint in Berea, Ohio is where this happened. Early Monday. According to police, the two Cleveland Brown players left the nightclub. And when they got to Newsom's truck in a parking lot there, six masked men jumped out of an unknown car and robbed them at gunpoint at 3.30 in the morning. They stole jewelry and they fled in Greg Newsom II's truck. Don't know what kind of truck that was, but Newsom went on Twitter after the incident saying, it's a cruel world we live in. Another Browns player had his car broken into just the other day. So three Browns players having issues with auto burglaries. They began their minicamp, by the way, for the Browns on Tuesday. Maybe that's why they're all, the boys are back in town, you could say. And they need to do a better job of not being robbed and broken into, if at all possible. Again, this could happen anywhere. I'm just telling you the story because it happened to these Browns players and they got a lot of stuff taken from them. So I hope they can get it all back. Nick Saban is heading to Washington, D.C. The Alabama head coach is going up there to help strong arm Congress on NIL rules, helping to maybe get them to make it easier for players to make even more money. That's what Nick Saban and a few others are going up there to be lobbyists here this week. The man that's won six national championships at Bama since 2009, and then he's got the one at LSU. So a seven-time national champion coach, Nick Saban. And he and Commissioner Greg Sankey and a few other coaches are heading up to D.C., As he said, with states having different laws, I think the only way is to have some federal legislation that controls and makes it the same for everybody, talking about the NRL rules. I never saw the amount. Let me see if I can't pull this up real quick. I never saw the amount that each SEC SEC member institution got at the spring meetings for being a member of the SEC this year. That that story somehow flew past me if they officially announced that. So if you'll bear with me for just a second. Money distribution twenty twenty three. I don't know why they didn't put me on the email distribution list. By the way, this year's SEC Media Days, which is usually held in Birmingham, and it has also been held a little bit in Atlanta in the last five years. It's scheduled for Nashville in July. Would you like yours truly, John, to go to this year's SEC Media Days? I'm going to 
make a phone call or two. I've I've covered this before, and it's truly a a fun and entertaining. As well. I mean, fun and entertaining are kind of the same thing. It is a fun and and and, and just a extremely cost saving. It's very very affordable to go to the SEC media days because at least in the past they made it very cheap to get a booth at Radio Row and it was just cool to sit there and do a broadcast and you've got Nick Saban walking right beside you and players coming through and I got to talk to the old SEC commissioner every year when I was there interview him Mike Slive and I'm trying to think if I had some coaches I know I had a couple of players I remember having a great interview one time with Ben Jones who was at that time a Georgia Bulldog Ben Jones has gone on to be a very good offensive lineman in the NFL with the Titans primarily I remember seeing James Franklin when he was a brand new coach at Vanderbilt I don't I don't see the distribution amount so I, I might have to come back as Jen Saki would say I'll have to circle back and give you that number when it's made available. Maybe they're still counting the cash in Birmingham of what these schools are going to be getting. But yeah, we'll, we'll try to cover the SEC Media Days in July if we're able to pull that off. If y'all know a better way for me to do it, I'm all ears. Mail, M-A-I-L, mail at y'all.com is how you can get in touch with your y'all show host and Southern Sports beat writer. I guess you could say I am, sort of. I cover everything, not just sports, of course. I do like talking about golf, and on Tuesday, a huge announcement as the PGA Tour and the Live Tour and one other international tour all coming together to be one happy family. And it was a shocker when I saw this, and it was even more of a shocker if you were a player on any of those tours. Now, Bryson DeChambeau, the former SMU golfer, had left the PGA Tour to go be a member of Live, And he's now commenting on the merger. The Open Champion of U.S. Open Champion of 2020, he's got that one major. Was one of the big names to go over to Live Golf. And he's out saying that he feels bad for the PGA Tour players because they were told one thing and something else happened. And our side, the live tour we were told one thing and it's come to fruition uh, good for him for for taking the money taking taking the opportunity to go be on this tour but the live tour now teaming up with PGA tour and this other tour called the DP world tour three tours coming together the head of the PGA Tour, Monahan, saying this is all for making golf better, to unify golf, was the word used from his office. NBA Finals resume on this Wednesday evening on ABC. You can tune in. It's Game 3 between the Denver Nuggets and the Miami Heat. That series knotted up at one game apiece. Also today, it's the start of the Women's College World Series in Oklahoma City. You got Florida State going against the Oklahoma Sooners. And softball, if you want to see some fantastic slow pitch, but it ain't slow. It's fast pitch. It's slow, fast pitch. 
It's underhanded, but it's coming at you strong. And it's scary stuff out there. Those ladies are, are, are tough cookies, and they know how to get the pitches in there if they're a pitcher. And then if they're out there knocking the ball around, you'll see some home runs coming in the Women's College World Series now set to be a best of three starting today. ESPN's got it. Florida State, Oklahoma. Super regionals of college baseball begin this weekend. You've got eight different sites, 16 final teams left in college baseball, and those teams that are still in it include Alabama, Tennessee, Florida, South Carolina, and you also have out of the ACC, Wake Forest. And... That might be it. Uh, And Texas. Texas is also from the South represented. And that should take care of it. Yeah, I'll walk through more of the teams and all the matchups as we get closer to the weekend. But we've got postseason ball already underway on the college side with softball and with college baseball. We'll take a break. Come back here on the Y'all Show. When we return, we talk about Southern business. We've got some business stories to tell you about. Plus, if you're thinking about putting up your place for a Verbo, some tips on that. All as part of our Southern Business Spotlight, and it's right after this. This is J.P. Stovall. I am a pastor. I'm also a patriot. The Patriot Pastor airs weekday mornings 9 to 11 on Super Talk 93.1. Informed and inspirational guests join me for the program. Your calls and texts are encouraged as we bring positive patriotism to West Tennessee. Righteousness exalts a nation. Tune in The Patriot Pastor Monday through Fridays 9 to 11 a.m. on West Tennessee's conservative voice, Super Talk 93.1. Attention. Hi. Listen up. Is this thing on? Oh, I got it. All you fellas out there with a big rig trailer, RV, and even heavy equipment, I'm talking to you. Having a hard time finding a secure home for those big boys? Look no further. Dig It Truck and Trailer Repair has 11 acres of fenced yard ready to house all your heavy equipment and transport trucks. Not only do they have safe and secure storage, but they also have a full-service shop on site, offering repair on all medium to heavy-duty trucks, trailers, and equipment. We can't forget tires. Bridgestone, Goodyear, and other top brand new and used tires are all also available. Dig it Truck and Trailer Repair is conveniently located a half a mile off exit 87. Great location, we got it. Full service shop, we got it. Secure parking and storage, got it. Call today for special pricing on all fleet maintenance and let Dig it keep the wheels turning. 731-300-3600, 731-300-3600. Dig it Truck and Trailer Repair off exit 87 in Jackson, Tennessee. Ace Hardware, one of my favorite stores in Jackson, Tennessee, is retailing the way it ought to be. Large enough to have what you're looking or small enough for you to get around and navigate yourself. And people there to help you when you walk in the door. Over 20,000 items in stock, up to 70,000 items they can order. You can special order or rent equipment if you need it, and you can get anything you need at Ace Hardware in the 3300 block of North Island. Mix and match paint. They'll cut keys, cut glass. They do it all. Every day, retailing the way it ought to be at Ace Hardware. The ultimate gift from the Word of God. For God so loved the world that He gave His one and only Son that whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have everlasting life. A parade of hope with only 26 words beginning with the living God ending with eternal life urging you and I to do the same. It's brief enough to write on a napkin or memorize in a moment. 
solid enough to weather 2,000 years of doubt and questions. If you know nothing of God's Word, start here. If you think you know everything of God's Word, return here. You know the heart is a lonely hunter, and God has the treatment, a divine heart transplant. He loves, He gave, we believe, we live. He left the garden and went to the cross to pay a debt He did not owe, to cover a debt we could not pay. The King of kings, the Lord of all lords, the Son of the living God. John 3, 16. Do you know him? This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Keep it Southern. You know I'm a dreamer. A little home, sweet home, setting the stage for our Southern Business Report the week here on Y'all. Talk with an accent on all things Southern, including what's going on from the financial world and more. Remember, Paul Hare will be on our Friday show to wrap up the financial market report and more. In fact, this week, Paul will be walking us through mutual funds, the definition, and the, the, the whole classes did you realize there's different classes of mutual funds we'll be sharing that on our friday edition but right now as part of this southern business report let me tell you about apple they unveiled this new vision pro headset this week thirty five hundred dollars is the asking price do you want this fancy thing i hear it's nice i i saw the video of it thirty five hundred is what it'll set you back is it a is it a toy or is it going to be something that can make your life a lot better off a virtual headset that will be available starting in early 2024 in this country it'll be in other countries later this year it's been in development for a long time and monday at the annual worldwide developers conference the wwdc there in cupertino california tim cook unveiling the new apple vision pro headset 3500 buckaroos Perhaps you want to have the vision of going off this summertime, going to your favorite place, and you might want to make a little bit of money while you're away. And one way to do that is potentially to put your own place up as a verbo. And in the spirit of verboing, we go to the YouTube channel Kylie and Steven, and they've got a video up that caught my eye. It's one-up your competition with this simple routine, Airbnb hosting tips. Again, if you're looking to have a, a Verbo or Airbnb of your own, they have some tips here. So let's listen in a little bit and hear what exactly they're talking about. If you want to try this, some tips. And I think they start off first in the kitchen. So let's go get started. 
Okay, so first up is the kitchen. I'm going to be opening every cabinet to check inventory, and you'll notice that we label every cabinet so we know exactly what's supposed to be there, and we can easily tell if, like, the toaster's not in the toaster spot, then usually it just got put back in a different place. If we can't find it, then we know that we need to replace it. I also like to go and make sure everything looks really organized, so I'll go through and straighten out what needs to be there, because you're kind of inadvertently doing an inventory count as well, so you'll notice if you're getting a little bit low on things like mugs or plates or what have you, then you can replace them. We also like to check the fridge and freezer to make sure that they've been nicely cleaned and there's no food left behind. We dispose of all perishables or sometimes the cleaners take them if they're unopened and they want them. And freezer, same thing. There's a couple popsicles in here. I'm gonna leave those because it's hot and people might like them. Next, we always check the dishwasher to make sure that the cleaners have unloaded everything and put it away. One thing to note, a lot of dishwashers have that little top rack and sometimes the cleaners will forget to unload that one. We had an instance at a property where a guest had put almost all of the kitchen knives in there and we thought that they had been either stolen or broken and they threw them out and we went out and bought a whole new knife set and then the next time we went and did our turnover inspection we found them up there so that's a good spot to make sure you're checking. We also just like to do a general spot check of the whole kitchen. So just making sure that everything looks clean and tidy. There aren't little crumbs that got missed. The sinks wiped down and there's nothing in the drain catch. Don't forget to check the inside of your oven and the inside of your microwave. And All right, those are some great tips again from Kylie and Steven, their YouTube channel. And they've got this video up titled, One Up Your Competition with a Simple Routine Airbnb Hosting Tips. It seems like a lot of work, but people, if you've got one of these places that you can put up as a, a place you can rent out, you can make a good bit of money. Ain't no doubt about it, especially if you can get a cleaning company, as they were talking about, that can uh, come in there and do the cleaning. You don't have to do that. You just sit back and count your money. But it's still your house, and they're giving us tips on how you can go from renting it out to making it more of your house. A very useful tip. And, again, big business in Verbo and Airbnbs across the Southland. Thank you for that report, Kylie and Stephen. We'll wrap this hour of the Y'all Show up after this quick break here on the show that's all about Dixie. Jackson Off-Road Plus Complete Automotive Service Center is Jackson's one-stop for diesel performance, suspension lifts, wheels, tires, and services and accessories for all types of vehicles at some of the lowest prices in West Tennessee. Just installed a new state-of-the-art front-end alignment system with the latest machinery and technology. Jackson Off-Road Plus, 1082 Highway 45 Bypass. Find them on Facebook, open six days a week. Asia Garden voted Jackson's best sushi and Asian restaurant serving Jackson and West Tennessee for over 37 years. Walk into our dining room and know you're going to be served the absolute best Asian dishes from our expansive menu. You can also order directly from us at asiagardenjackson.com or call 731-668-9024. Since we're local, we can keep our fees at a minimum versus the competition. Asia Garden is West Tennessee's premier sushi and Asian restaurant. Think local. Think Asia Garden. 
Everybody loves a winner. Lovitz Western Auto wants to make your dad a winner this Father's Day. Now through June 16th, register to win a Husqvarna chainsaw, weed eater, or backpack blower. While you're there, check out some of the deals, like a 54-inch mower for $3,299. Get 1.99% interest on all mowers, $200 off Bruce's lawnmower bundles. Those are just some of the deals. Be sure to register to win one of the great Husqvarna lawn tools. Everybody loves a winner, and you're going to love Lovitz Western Auto, 1475 South Highland in Jackson. Another hour of y'all in the books. Stay tuned. We've got more headlines from across the South that we'll be getting to to start off hour three. And Megan Hedwall will be back to tell us about overtraining. Are you guilty of overtraining? She'll explain what that is and tell you what to do if you've done it. All that ahead on our fitness report in hour three. Want to join us? We are West Tennessee's conservative voice, WTJS. Alamo, Jackson, West Tennessee, Super Talk 93.1. USA News, I'm Lance Pry. A gunman opened fire as hundreds of people stood outside after a high school graduation ceremony yesterday in Richmond, Virginia, killing two unidentified people and wounding five. One of those killed had just graduated. It happened around Richmond's Monroe Park. Other people were hurt as they tried to escape the gunfire, including a nine-year-old girl who was hit by a car with non-life-threatening injuries. Richmond Interim Police Chief Rick Edwards. We have another individual who is in custody who is 19 years old who we believe was involved in the shooting. At this point, in consultation with the Richmond Commonwealth Attorney's Office, we plan on seeking charges for second-degree murder times two for that individual. A pair of GOP heavyweights are jumping into the 2024 presidential race. Former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie announced his candidacy during a town hall event in New Hampshire last night. Meanwhile, former Vice President Mike Pence is expected to formally announce his candidacy tonight in Iowa. Ukraine is accusing Russia forces of blowing up a dam in Russian-controlled area of the front lines of the war, threatening hundreds of thousands of people across the region and potentially endangering Europe's largest nuclear power plant. Correspondent Alex Crawford in Ukraine. We are talking about 18 cubic kilometers of water which has been unleashed and the floodwaters have been washing down uh, slowly but surely, swallowing up about 100 villages and towns, including Kherson City, the capital of Kherson region. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken is in Saudi Arabia. Yesterday, he met with the Saudi Crown Prince to discuss joint efforts to combat terrorism and expand economic cooperation. The meeting comes amid rising tensions after Saudi Arabia said it will cut oil production that will hurt American consumers. USA News. Meet Joe A, Hi. Joe B, Hello. and Joe C. What's up? Three everyday Joes perfecting their banking with Chase. Joe A is locking his lost debit card with the Chase mobile app. Joe B is cruising toward his new ride with Autosave. And Joe C's Chase banker is helping him budget to go back to school. Tools that help protect. Support for what's next. One bank that puts you in control. Visit chase.com slash checking. Chase, make more of what's yours. Chase mobile app is available for select mobile devices. Messaging and data rates may apply. J.P. Morgan Chase Bank and a member FDIC. Ha-ha, gentle with the nail trimmers. You mustn't nip the quick. Short-staffed, Marco needs to fetch some help now. Poodle has to look like a bear. Scruffy to fluffy. He needs a groomer that will be the bark of the town. Please hold. 
Has anyone groomed a chinchilla before? Indeed can help him hire great people fast. I need Indeed. Indeed you do. We instantly connect you with quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com slash credit and get $75 towards your first sponsored job. Terms and conditions apply. Canadian wildfires are causing air quality alerts as smoke hits the United States. Regions of New York have been placed under an air quality advisory. Northeast Pennsylvania and southern New England also reported air quality issues. Survivors and families of victims of the 9-11 terrorist attack are outraged about the PGA Tour merging with Saudi-backed 54 Golf, sometimes known as Live Golf. 9-11 Families United say it's shocked and deeply offended by the PGA's merger with the 54. LIV is actually Roman numerals for the number 54, as each golf tournament will have 54 holes, 18 fewer than a typical PGA event. The White House has launched a new website that lets you monitor big new road, bridge, and other infrastructure projects. It's called invest.gov, and it tracks both public and private projects. Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg says there are plenty of both. In addition to over $200 billion that have already happened in terms of those federal investments, there have been over $400 billion of private investments. The site will summarize government spending state by state, including jobs created and businesses started. Despite the record number of jobs created during his term, the president has had a tough time getting credit. The invest.gov website hopes to help fix that. I'm Richard Johnson. Thanks for listening. It's well appreciated. Lance Pry, USA News. If you're a diabetic, we have great news. You can end the painful finger sticks with a new CGM. Plus, they may be covered by Medicare, Medicaid, or private insurance. If you test and inject daily, you may qualify. Call US Med now to learn more. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. 800-471-7065. That's 800-471. Go-karts are open at Jackson Bowling and Skating. Now go have some fun. Every Wednesday, Jackson Bowling and Skating is helping you save the bucks with buck skating 4 to 7 p.m. and buck bowling every Wednesday 2 to 7 p.m. On Thursdays, enjoy three hours unlimited bowling for just $9. Anytime 4 p.m. to close. Midnight bowling every Friday and Saturday, midnight to 3 a.m. Now you can check in online and reserve your lane. Enjoy traditional 10-pin bowling or try the all-new duck pin bowling. You're going to love the newly remodeled Concessions Cafe. Pizza, burgers, hot dogs, and more. Seven days a week. Enjoy bowling, skating, laser tag, virtual roller coaster, arcade and concessions, and mini golf and go-karts are open. Jackson Bowling and Skating Family Fun Center. Fun for friends and family and the perfect place to host all your large group or company parties. Seven days a week, 59 Bowling Drive, 45 Bypass at Old Humboldt Road. Call 668-BOWL. Check out their specials on Facebook and jacksonbowling.com. Hey, Jackson and West Tennessee, Dustin Ring here again with Dustin Buys Houses. I'm still buying houses fast for cash in all of West Tennessee. You have a house that just needs too many repairs and you can't afford to fix it? We can make you a cash offer and purchase the house as is so you don't have to fix it. We even pay closing costs. Do you have a rental that's filled with bad tenants? Leave the hard work to us. We'll buy the house for cash and close and deal with them ourselves. Are you relocating for a job and need to sell ASAP? We can make you a cash offer today and close in as little as 30 days. And remember, we take the 
property as is. We'll even clean it out. Are you going through an icky divorce? I've been there. No fun. But we'll buy that house too. I'm also looking for multifamily properties, duplexes, triplexes, apartments. I even buy mobile homes and mobile home parks. Do you just have vacant land? Give me a call. I'll make you an offer. Call me today at 577-4150. Again, 577-4150. You can even send me a text message. Again, the number 731-577-4150 or visit DustinBuys.com. Hey, look at your West Tennessee weather forecast. Currently in Jackson, it's 68 degrees under a beautiful sunny sky. Today, going to be hot. Going to get up to about 91 degrees. The overnight low, 65 degrees. Today, mostly sunny and warm with that high of 91 on Thursday, high expected to get up to 94, or rather 84 degrees on Thursday. So some some summer-like temperatures and sun, sunny skies here in West Tennessee in early June. Let's get back into Talk About the South right here on the Y'all Show, powered by y'all.com. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk, 93.1 FM. Keep it Southern. Hour of this Wednesday edition of Y'all Talk with the Accidental All Things Southern. I'm John Wall, now joined by Megan Headwall. How you doing, Megan? I'm doing great. We're going to do a adjustment to our schedule. We usually have news at this point in the hour, but I'm going to shift things around because you got to scoot out of here in a bit. So we're going to spend a little time talking fitness with Megan. Then we'll get to the news of the day, and then we'll get to hashtag hullabaloo before we get done with this wednesday edition of the y'all show so when megan's here it's always fun but it's even more fun when she can talk about something she does as a job outside of running her mouth with me and that's fitness (laughs) yes you're pretty good at that thing aren't you running my mouth no fitness. (laughs) that too yeah is there or is there a mouth workout I, I don't know, but if there is, I think I'm the queen of it. Okay, well, you're doing good on this. <laughs> okay, so today you gave me a, a tip of what we should talk about, and that is... Overtraining. Overtraining. Yes. And, and when I told a certain person that you and I both know what we would be talking about today, he literally fell out of his chair. As he said, I can't imagine there's too many people in the South that overtrain. Now, was that... And, and by the way, this guy was from Pennsylvania. <laughs> Do we have another loudmouth Yankee picking on the South for accusing us, I guess, of being lazy and overweight? Sounds like it. That's what it sounded like to me, too. But this could be a very important thing that we need to learn about. So overtraining, what exactly is it? And if you do it, what can you do to fix it? Yes. So, you know, there are some people who have to force themselves to go to the gym and while others have to force themselves to take a rest day. So um, overtraining, uh, according to hss.edu, explains that it occurs when someone ignores the signs of overreaching in their physical activity and continues to train and push through. Many people believe that weakness or poor performance signals the need for even harder training so they continue to push themselves, which only breaks their body down further. Which, as I've said before, the gym isn't there to make you strong and build you up. It's there to tear apart your body and rip your muscles up. And then when you recover by eating and sleeping, 
um, that's when we build muscle. So the signs, you know, you just have to be able to learn to listen to your body. So the signs of overtraining, it's going to be unusual muscle soreness. A lot of times people think that in order to have a good workout, they have to feel like really sore and they have to be unable to move the next day. That's actually an alarm reaction your body's having because it's not used to producing that kind of force. So that's why we find as we progress in our training, we get less and less sore. That's not a bad thing. You want to feel a little stiff maybe, Mm -hmm. not where you can't move. If you've got a question about overtraining and you want to fire away a question, you can do that here at the Y'all Show. We've got our text lines open, 615-208-4184. And also you can catch us on the the flagship text line, if you will, powered by CME Tree Service. And that text line is 731-410-7560. I'm sitting here trying to think personally if I've overtrained before. You know, I did a lot of running. Yes. Um, and so what are your typical signs of overtraining for those who just like to walk fast or, or run? Run. It's the same thing for like lifting weights or just the cardio. It's the unusual muscle soreness, inability to perform exercises to your full potential. Um, you have delayed recovery. It takes longer to feel better afterwards a lack of energy and even a difficult time sleeping which that one kind of seems surprising because you think if you did this really tough workout you're going to sleep yeah really good but not have you ever had that where you lost sleep yeah i have um i had taken some time off from the gym and there was a competition that we had and i'm very competitive so i went from kind of easing back into working out like three days a week for about an hour to trying to do five days a week two a day workouts one in the morning and one in the evening and i was falling apart i couldn't take it i wasn't sleeping well um i was very sore and just wasn't performing well so this is what kind of brought my attention to overtraining mm-hmm. so for you are you working out your complete all all of your body uh, i do like a split routine so some people have like push pull days i do um like chest and triceps one day and then i'll do back and biceps another and then i'll do legs on their own and um, i just kind of rotate so so when you were overtraining which part was hurting you most all of it really (laughs) so i would do what's called fasted cardio in the mornings that's doing cardio on an empty stomach because ideally the thought is is if you have nothing in the tank to burn the next thing that your body turns to energy is fat storage So I would do 40 minutes of fasted cardio, eat something, I would work, and then as soon as I got off work, I would start weight training afterwards. So. And you enjoyed all of that? I did until I started feeling bad from it. That's my problem with with exercise. I'm a, you may call me a typical Southerner. I love the look of people who work out. But, man, it's just not fun for me. It's not. It's, it's not. not fun for you? Not not always. There, You know, that's where, you know, we talked about motivation. Don't rely on your motivation because it'll go out the window when you need it the most. What you need is self-discipline and dedication. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just know I don't want to work out today. But even if you go for just 20 to 30 minutes, that's better than not going at all and doing something. Mm-hmm. Get your body moving. Again, Megan is here today. We're talking about the concept that some of you may have over training over training what exactly is it and what to do about it you can go back now and look back when you were doing all these multiple workouts a day and 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 show that you were over training then have you ever over trained when you weren't doing it twice a day not that not that i this was the first time when this happened that i really recognized you know 
this isn't right. So I realized that I needed to take a break and just, again, it goes back to really just listening to your body, you know, because overtraining can even affect your overall health. It can give you high blood pressure, um, unhealthy weight loss, decrease in appetite, um, muscle tears and fractures. So it can just affect all of those things and it's not worth it at that point. So if someone wants to learn more about this, what's the easy ways for someone to learn more about overtraining? Are there journals and stuff they can go online and search? Yeah, they can They can go online. You can talk to a personal trainer. Um, you can talk to your doctor about it. Um, there's so many different resources that you can use. So Okay. Again, overtraining is the subject of today as Megan is back with us here. And so how do we... In your words, how do we, if we're setting up a, a plan, you, you, you meet with people yeah. all the time, and I assume that's part of the equation is trying to make sure they have a plan that they kind of step into it? Yeah. So someone new to the gym with my clients, a lot of them, it's an intimidating thing. So what I'll have them do is if we do two days a week, we'll start with like an upper body focus day and then a lower body focus day. Um, just to kind of break it up. And once they get more comfortable and they start getting less and less sore and their body becomes accustomed to it, then we'll start doing three to four days a week um, just based on their schedule. And at that point, that's when I start doing more of the split of, you know, chest and triceps back and biceps, kind of divvying it up. All right. So what's the typical thing? You're, again, Megan, if you don't know, off the time that she's away from here, she's actually a, a what is the te- the acronym cpt cpt certified, certified personal trainer certified personal trainer and a darn good person a g p <laughs> dgp so when you're setting up their plan and i've done it i've gone in actually to the same place you work and and set up that you've been very helpful and and really got me on a good path i was more of the three to four days a week yeah plan is is that yeah, acceptable to you yeah no i think that's great you know you have to kind of start based on where your schedule at and you don't want to overcommit. it's kind of like if you're trying to go on a diet which really should be a lifestyle change you don't want to quit things cold turkey because then you just end up hating yourself and you fall off the wagon and it's so important to jump back on when that happens but um yeah just kind of i would recommend at least three days a week if you can so three to four is great Okay, as a CPT, y'all don't really get into food, correct? Correct, unless that we've taken courses or okay. had classes. Because one thing I can tell you is I don't remember what the title of the person I met with had, but they didn't like give me, here's what you need to eat, here's what you don't need to eat. The main thing is they walked through all the exercises that would be helpful for what my goal was. Yes, so we can we can give generic Mm -hmm. nutrition advice but we still have to throw out the disclaimer of not a nutritionist not a dietitian um so i can't give you a meal plan and be like stick to this yeah that's out of my realm of expertise well if i can and i don't want to make this about me but i'm going to here for a second (laughs) if i can get my tail out there at six in the morning five thirty in the morning as i've done in exercise anybody can do it yeah because i i'm not overweight i mean i'm not a guy who, if you saw me, like, God, that guy's a big lard. I, I don't really have to work out to change my body. Mm-hmm. But when I did, it did make a difference. Yeah. And, and and so, therefore, the point was, even if you think, I don't really have to do it, you still can benefit from it. 
And when you get into that sort of training mode, it does pay off. And and it's good to be around people. The, the, the gym, you can meet people. You can start meeting staff members. And um, that feeling you get for me, every time I get finished with my – I'm usually either a walker or a runner, mostly walking these days. When I finish that last step, <laughs> I always – take my fists out and i'm like yes i did it i can conquer the world now as dumb as that might sound but man it's worth that feeling it is do you do the same sometimes well if i accomplish a lift that i've been working on or increase the weight like Mm -hmm. it's so exciting it probably looks funny if i'm carrying around 20 pound dumbbells and Mm -hmm. getting pumped up over that but you know what it's we all had to start somewhere yeah. And you just feel like you move better and you build up a confidence and you feel like you're capable to handle things in your daily life. Yeah. No more having to try to crawl off the floor from. Well, here in the South, we know that we've got an issue with obesity and a large cure of obesity is exercise. It's not just diet. If you can go out and do a little, a little something. Yeah. Now, if you're really lucky, you can get exercise with whatever your job is. You might be a delivery person or work in a factory that you've got to blow some calories walking around all day. Yeah. That's great if you can pull that off. Unfortunately, for a lot of us, we're stuck behind a computer or something like that for a large part of the day, and we don't have the opportunity to (laughs) overtrain in that way. Megan, let's talk about if you do overtrain, what are the things you can do to help your body out? Yeah, so the best thing is taking rest days or in recovery days. Those are so needed and very essential to any training program. Do you recommend rest days no matter what your fitness plan is? Yes. So in a seven-day week? At least take, at the very minimum, take one day. And that's the thing. Once you start seeing results, it kind of becomes a bit of an addiction. So for some people, again, this is where the overtraining kicks in, is – it's very hard to take a rest day. So even if you have that one or two day a week where you're like, oh, I need to move, go for a walk, do some stretching, do some yoga. It's called active recovery where you're not going as intense as you normally do. So you're allowing those muscles to kind of, and your body to take a break. Now, Megan, you not you may not be familiar with the term that Sunday is a day of rest. Yes, I am. Are you familiar with that term? Well, you actually work out a lot of times on Sunday. So occasionally I do. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. <laughs> why, why do you do that? I Because I love working out. Okay. I just, I Well, the Lord it. doesn't like it. No, I'm, just, I'm, <laughs> kid, I'm kidding. I'm kidding, kidding, kidding. But, but the, you probably do. Like, uh, gyms usually are not so crowded on Sundays, I guess. Yeah, not too bad. I've been to that gym on Sunday, and it was, it, it was pretty quiet. Yeah, and then you don't have to wait for equipment. Um, uh, I don't normally but, use equipment anyway. You know. I'm all about the gym. I like I like I like the walking part and the yeah. I don't really like running at that gym because it's not too big of a track. But I, I was for a long time running on the streets. Oh, got to be careful out there. And when it would be ninety something degrees, I'd be out there running. Yeah, I've been doing that. Recently. And I think I mean, tell me about overtraining. Is it okay to go out running when it's summertime and and running in the sun? Yeah. Wear some sunscreen. We've talked about sunscreen before. Drink lots and lots of water okay. and get your electrolytes in, you know, Gatorades, Powerades. Um, those are good mm-hmm. when you are working out. They're unhealthy if you're just sitting around not doing anything and drinking them for the heck of it. But. When I was working outside versus inside doing my runs or walks, I will tell you that, especially this time of year, 
I'd be completely soaked yep. with sweat. Oh. That, that's a good thing, right? As long as you're replenishing those fluids. Okay. And also, you know, you don't want to overdo it because you don't want to get heat stroke or anything like that. Never had to worry about that. But <laughs> the, what's funny was because I would be working outside, living in a downtown portion of a city, I'd be out there stretching, doing some kind of weird contusions. Uh-huh. And I've had more than once people stop going down the street. Are you okay? Is everything all right? They thought I was out there having a stroke or something. <laughs> the sounds coming out of your mouth weren't helping. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, no, nah, I'm just out here working out. That's all. But it did look probably weird to some of the positions I was in stretching. But that's nice, though, being in the South is everyone's so friendly. At least people were coming in to check on you. In California or any other state out there, I feel like they just leave you on the road to die. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, 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 maybe I should have given up right then. Like, look, this is a health scare. I'm scaring people thinking I'm out here having a stroke on the on the ground. But uh, that was a pretty funny story. Megan Headwall again talking to us about the fitness focus of the week overtraining is the word of the day and we don't want you to do it and if you do it again rest days are the best thing rest days. is there any point in your opinion that you might need to see a doctor for being overtrained too much just if you're feeling pain for longer than a couple days you know just listen to your body there's a difference between a soreness that says "Ooh, i did something and a soreness as in something's not right so you said you woke up when you were overtraining with issues. What, what were you well, in I just, pain? I, I, yeah, I had muscle soreness. My muscles were all tight, and sometimes it was kind of didn't feel too good to move around. And Megan, do you have a recommended deal for most people when they're done with a workout? Is there something they should do from a food or drink standpoint? Get some protein, whether that's a protein shake or even better if you can eat like a meal with some protein in it. And what's a good meal with protein? Oh, I don't know. Anything with like steak or chicken, okay. fish. So we could go maybe to, maybe not fried catfish. Although yeah, it tastes good. We, we could go to like uh, a certain national chain and get like a grilled chicken sandwich. Sure. On wheat bread. Sure. That's yeah. good. I mean, is that a yeah. wheat versus the old white bread? Yeah. Does make a difference. It's it's better for you. Okay. All right. This is these are the things we're trying to get Megan to help us with because. We want all y'all, including me and Megan and all y'all, to live a long, healthy life if we can pull it off. Yes. And look good while doing it. And look good while doing it. <laughs> yeah. And I think you have to be a, a person that's not afraid to talk about yourself. Yeah. I think I think the more transparent that you can be with people, the more comfortable and transparent they'll be with you. And I think the gym is one of those things you see what i call meatheads you know yeah. like I, you know some people do walk around with their noses in the air but like you no i don't <laughs> no i try to make people feel comfortable no, i've seen you there you waller no. all over the floor because <laughs> no, you're giving lessons and you're like doing whatever you seriously i've had to sit there and watch you for like 40 minutes one day do all kind of floor stuff <laughs> don't act like you don't know what i'm talking about no, but because what are you working on when you're doing stuff down on the ground Probably well. I'm either uh, trying to catch my breath, or no, <laughs> or I'm doing a core. Core, probably. Okay. I mean, you were working. It wasn't like you were taking a nap. Oh, well, but we were talking about with you. You got to be able to talk about yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I just confess to the world that I know that I'm probably eh, 20 pounds more than I probably should be right now. But it's I don't think something where people are like, oh my god, that guy, he needs to diet today. Right. So, well, so my, my, what's your evaluation of yourself? Well, my more so started when I first started in the gym, 
kind of in high school is where this came in is I didn't want to be fat. So in high school, I would skip meals and starve myself. Um, I wouldn't eat a lot um, until after a couple months of doing that. I broke out in cold sweats just trying to walk down the stairs one morning. And uh, For what reason? Because I was caloric deficient. I was in starvation mode. I wasn't uh-huh. taking in enough calories to power my body. Um, and then I kind of realized, like, oh, I might need to eat a little bit more. Well, when I got to college, um, I weighed, like, 99 pounds as a freshman in college. Like, I was not healthy at all. Um, I started kind of getting in the gym, and I wanted to play around with some weights. And I only felt comfortable doing, like, some back exercises. So you have to kind of, when you're doing a split routine, split up your workout. So if I was going to do chest or legs and somebody would come in, I would go back to doing my back exercises until finally I had to build up this mentality of, you know what, no other girl is in here lifting weights. I'm going to do this and I'm going to push through. Um, And that's when I started, after I started building up strength and lifting heavier dumbbells, I realized how important food is to fuel your body so that you can do these things. And so now it's not about being skinny, it's about being strong and fit. But I was in a really unhealthy place for a while there, and the gym kind of helped me out of it. So how you, if you had to evaluate yourself now, how would you say you're doing? I, I think I'm doing pretty good. I'm not where I want to be. Um, I weigh, I, we have an in-body at our gym that kind of breaks up your fat mass, muscle mass, and water weight. Yeah. I weigh 110 pounds. I'm like 13.4% body fat. About 14 pounds of me is fat. You know, I want to put on more weight, whether that's muscle or fat, because I'm still, I'm very lean right now. But I think that just goes back to, I just need to eat more protein and stuff. I'm just not getting my intake as much as I would I like to. I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> I want to. I have got to eat more. Is not something commonly said in this part of the world. I know. See, and that—that's what my family. We all joke about. Um, they've said, they're like, if somebody looks at me and says, "Oh, you're skinny," or "Oh, you're so small," I actually get kind of offended. My dad's like, "This is the first time a woman's offended that she's small." Or skinny. Well, to your uh, a compliment to you, as we finish up with Megan here, as we're giving compliments to you, you are. I won't say skinny. Thank you. You're fit. <laughs> you're not too skinny. You're not too. Uh, you're and, I, and, and this is something I should have learned a long time ago. Never talk about a woman's physique. Well, yes. <laughs> but it's okay if I talk to you about it, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because you know you got it going on. Thank you. So, and, but it didn't just happen. No. Nope. You had to work at it. It's is been my point. Eight, eight plus years of work. So it's you kind of stick with it. Even with eight years of hard work, there's still stuff you oh, want to improve. Yeah. Oh yeah. M- muscles. Bigger muscles? Bigger muscles, a little bit more weight, even maybe some more fat. Now if we could just get that gym to help you with your attitude. I know. Get a new personality. (laughs) That's not something y'all offer, is it? No. No. My coworkers try. Yeah. (laughs) Megan, thank you so much again today. The subject, overtraining. Yes. And we hope uh, if you you learned something great, if you missed some of this discussion on overtraining, our podcast is available. And, Megan, you shared this on your social media this week. It's not hard to find us. Share the Y'all Show podcast so others can learn about overtraining and all the other fun stuff we talk about. It's in Spotify. Just search Y'all Show. If you've got Apple Podcasts, it's there. And any other of the podcast platforms, just search Y'all Show. And we're right there awaiting your free download. Again, add a girl on all that you offer and 
the way you look, and and we'll Thank keep uh, we'll keep feeding you real <laughs> grilled chicken and get those muscles even bigger. I'll take some fried catfish too. I don't mind. <laughs> is that is that somewhat healthy? No. Oh come on! You're no fun. I know. Uh, we'll we'll have to just sneak a catfish meal from time to time. Yes. Megan, thank you so much. You'll be back with us tomorrow. tomorrow. What we're going to be talking about tomorrow? We're going to be talking about the presidential debate. Oh yeah, we're yes. about two months away from all of them being up on stage. Yep, should be, be fun. So that'll be great. Megan, have a great rest of your day and Thanks. go get you some chicken. All right. The All Show continues after this break. We've got an update on news and before the hour's up, some hashtag hullabaloo fun. So hang with us. Tennessee Tractor, we understand that not everyone has a degree, but that shouldn't hold you back from pursuing your dreams. We're here to help you get trained and kickstart your journey as a John Deere technician. Our team of experts will guide you every step of the way, providing you with the knowledge and skills that you need to become a pro. We're now hiring at all of our Tennessee Tractor locations, so don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. At Tennessee Tractor, we don't just offer a job, we offer a way of life. Apply today by going to careers at TennesseeTractor.com. You gotta love technology. In the future, when you have an accident, your car will be programmed to let you know which shops are certified to make your repairs to pre-accident condition. Collision Specialist is always trying to stay ahead of the curve. We're already certified with Nissan, Infiniti, Hyundai, Chrysler, and adding more all the time. Call 668-9263 or visit us at 96 Fairway Boulevard. Certified repairs from Collision Specialists. Unapologetically Southern. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Shaking hands with the man who grips the gospel gun While in quiet prayer The smell of dinner on the ground Fills up the morning air Ain't nothing sweeter around I can almost hear my mama pray Oh Lord forgive us When we're down Another sacred Sunday In the sun Shenandoah helping us out here on the Y'all Show. It is not Sunday in the South. It's Wednesday in the South. But for a lot of you out there, today is a day to go to that church. A little prayer meeting and such going on on this Wednesday across Dixie. John Rawls, my name. Again, thanks for Megan for dropping by and talking about, oh, not wanting to overdo it when you're in the gym. And go back in here if you missed any of that interview that we did with Megan Headwall about what we were talking. Overtraining the subject of her discussion today let's look at some news headlines from across the region to to continue on this third hour of the y'all show and the story from richmond virginia overnight two dead following a graduation ceremony at a high school there in virginia's state capital this happened right on the vcu campus after the commencement ceremonies came to an end a 19 year old gunman shot 
two people injured others in downtown Richmond, Virginia, and another tragic shooting, a mass shooting that happened. Two people dead and multiple. I think it was a total of seven injured on Tuesday following a high school graduation ceremony of, of all things, something that was supposed to be so happy and wonderful and people were taking photos inside and they had their names called out and it was the time of their life and then they come outside and get shot and two of them losing their life in Richmond, Virginia on Tuesday. This developing story continues. We'll fill you in as the week goes on. If you've looked outside lately in large portions of the South, there's a very, very strong probability that it's something in the air and that's something is coming to us courtesy of Canada. There are wildfires in Quebec that are creeping across the border, and those wildfires are affecting the atmosphere of much of the eastern portion of the country. The northeast really getting hit pretty hard by it, but even throughout most of the southern states, they're seeing effects of these Canadian wildfires. So if you're a person that has issues breathing with lungs and more, you might want to be a little bit more cautious this week of what you're doing, especially if you're going to be outside. But the Canadian wildfires are the reason for the haze that is affecting several of our southern states. Just be careful out there, y'all. Other headlines across the southeast. North Carolina's governor is expected to sign a brand new gambling bill for sports gaming in the state of North Carolina. So North Carolina, if Governor Cooper signs this, will make sports gambling legal in that state. Now, if so, if North Carolina becomes a legal sports gaming state, they will join other southern states like Arkansas and Tennessee and Virginia and West Virginia. Those are the states where sports gaming is legal. Many of our southern states, there are no laws on the book that allow sports gaming whether it's the online fan duels and, uh, gosh, I hear them on the, on the radio all the time now. Uh, Bet Rivers is another one. I don't know where they come up with these names, but it's, it's a big deal for a lot of people. And in the state of North Carolina, they look to join maybe even like a Mississippi where you can go into a casino and get your favorite bet in. You can't do it in South Carolina. You can't do it in Georgia. But you can do it maybe very soon in North Carolina sports gaming. If you're traveling in the Memphis area, the I-60, or the rather the I-55 bridge, which stretches across the Mississippi River connecting Tennessee to Arkansas, that bridge will be closed for the next few days, starting Friday, for some river bridge construction, helping to improve your journey across Old Man River in Memphis. So be advised if you're traveling in the Mid-South for closures of the I-55 bridge in Memphis for at least the weekend that's forthcoming. Georgia peaches will be hard to find. The cold snap that happened back in March is affecting Georgia peaches, according to Pam Knox, a soil specialist at the University of Georgia. Knox says you can expect that there will be about an 85 to 95% loss of peach crop availability here in the summertime coming from Georgia at least as she said that was the amount 
of the peach crop that was decimated during that freeze of mid-March. Georgia trails South Carolina and California for peach production. In Nashville, a bald eagle's nest was knocked down by some land-clearing crew members. And Tennessee Wildlife Resources Agency looking into this as they were knocking down trees at West Trinity Lane in Nashville. And an eagle's nest there that had two eaglets, part of that. Now, good news is the eaglets survived the eagle's nest fall, and they've been located by wildlife personnel to be okay. And the adult eagles are still in the area protecting the young. That land clearing company told us, stay away from Trinity Lane and away from this eagle's nest as their investigation continues. But when you're out knocking trees down, if you're an individual or a tree business, be careful for eagle's nest because you could have at least one hefty fine if you knock out an eagle's nest <laughs> and uh, probably a little jail time because we don't mess around with our animals, especially the national mascot of a bald eagle. Cuba Gooding Jr., the actor, was set to go on trial on Tuesday in New York City for a civil trial where he was accused of raping a woman in New York City at a hotel more than a decade ago. But at the last second, this case got settled out of court. And Cuba Gooding will not have to testify in his own civil sex abuse case and he'll be able to get back to making movies Cuba Gooding Jr. Elsewhere in our headlines from across the region today how about this area of Maryland Maryland one of our 13 colonies and more has a certain area that will be honored now the Southern Maryland Maryland Heritage Area According to officials in that portion of the state, this is where Maryland was founded from a European perspective. And it is now a national heritage area, Southern Maryland. You're a real Southerner if you're from Southern Maryland. Uh, places like St. Mary City. Back in 1637, St. Mary City, Maryland is where the first black legislator to serve in the United States served. Matthias de Souza was elected in 1841 to be a politician. 1641, a black man was an elected person in, in Maryland, at least. Southern Maryland. The region is made up of Charles, Calvert, St. Mary's, and Southern Prince George's counties. Come visit, they say. Southern Maryland. Check it out. Put that on your summer tourism planner. <laughs> I, I want to go there. I don't know if this is technically Southern Maryland, but I want to go to Point Lookout, Maryland. My ancestor was a prisoner there during the Civil War, and it's near and dear to me what he had to go through. So I have not been there. You've got to really be wanting to go to Point Lookout. It's on the peninsula on the Chesapeake Bay. And I want to I want to check it out. It's probably a two-hour drive from D.C., but it's on my bucket list. Speaking of bucket list, if you want to see the Tennessee River like you've never seen it, did y'all realize that you can get on American Cruise Lines and head down the Tennessee River? Yes, as right now, this cruise ship 
is going across the Alabama portion of the Tennessee River. It's docked in Florence's O'Neill Harbor. It's going to Decatur and more. This is a 175-passenger, five-deck American serenade. And it goes to destinations on the Tennessee River. The destinations on the river where you could stop off and have a good time include Chattanooga, also, as we said, Decatur and Florence, Alabama, and Paducah, Kentucky. And then I guess it winds its way into the Cumberland River because they go over to Nashville. This inland cruise you can set up if you're afraid to go off on a big boat offshore. This sounds like a lot of fun. The American Cruise Lines is the company with a Tennessee River cruise aboard the 175-passenger, five-deck American Serenade. I wonder if Vanna White will be showing up. Doesn't she still represent one of those cruise lines? (laughs) Oh, yeah, Vanna White. Speaking of Vanna, her home state of South Carolina, some news out of the Palmetto State here in our headlines today. A man from South Carolina won $200,000. That's fantastic news. The reason this is a headline is this man who bought a lottery ticket from the Jet Fuels on Charleston Highway in West Columbia, South Carolina. He bought, I didn't realize South Carolina even had these things because this guy's from North Carolina. But there is a Luke Combs-themed scratch-off lottery ticket that you can buy as part of the South Carolina lottery. Hmm. I guess Lee Bryce wasn't available. Aaron Tippin. Josh Turner, all country music stars that are not from North Carolina, but from South Carolina. Okay. Maybe Luke Combs is an honorary South Carolina guy. But this guy who won $200,000 bought the Luke Combs scratch-off ticket at that gas station in West Columbia. And he's telling media outlets, I don't know if he's given his name yet. I wouldn't give the name if I won $200,000. He says... I didn't know who Luke Combs was, but something told me to pick that ticket. It was crazy, and it was amazing. After cashing in his $200,000 win, the winner plans to spend in South Carolina. You don't have to give your name if you win big lottery money and scratch-off money, too, I guess. This winner plans to spend his prize money on his family. According to the South Carolina lottery, he overcame the odds of 1 in 750,000 to win the $200,000 in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs scratch-off game. Hmm. Didn't even know who Luke Combs was, but ends up winning a $200,000 scratch-off ticket that was themed in Luke Combs winnings. I believe I'd take some of those winnings, my friend, whoever that is, that won. And it wasn't me. I was in West Columbia just a few weeks ago, and I'm going back to West Columbia soon. But I didn't stop by the jet fuels (laughs) on Charleston Highway and get me that Luke Combs ticket, and I can kick myself now. I'm, uh, I'm beautiful and crazy, as Luke Combs would sing but I'm not beautiful crazy. Hey, this is the Y'all Show. Thanks for listening. We've got hashtag uh, hullabaloo. It's coming up next here as we go through social media fun. And when we come back, I'll tell you what, in honor of this $200,000 winner, I got some Luke Combs music I'm going to play for you. We're going to talk about donuts. 
when we get right back here on our hashtag color blue. Yeah. Donuts and Dixie. Woo. We'll be right back. If you're in need of a tree expert to come out and help you, y'all, let me tell you about See Me Tree Service. They're a small family-owned business. They'll help you with tree removal, tree trimming, tree elevation, pruning, tree topping, stump grinding, and all kinds of tree activities and any kind of tree thing they'll help you they're licensed and insured call them for a free estimate it's so easy they're so nice to talk to as well 731-617-2236 731-617-2236 cb tree service covers all of west tennessee and cb tree service presents the super talk 93.1 text line 731-410-7560 again cb tree service covering all of West Tennessee. Give them a call. Snap, snap, snappy tomato pizza. Snappy Tomato Pizza at 1187 Van Drive in the Columns in Jackson is open Monday through Saturday, 11 a.m. till 9 p.m. Serving the best pizza around. Also hoagies, pastas, salads, calzones, and wings and desserts. Snappy Tomato Pizza at 1187 Van Drive in the Columns near Dick's Sporting Goods in Jackson. Snap, snap. Snappy tomato pizza. West Tennessee Farmer's Market, downtown Jackson, Tennessee, on Market Street. Street next to Lafayette Street. Nice dinner to me. Plenty of fresh veggies to eat. On Market Street, downtown Jackson, Tennessee. They got cabbage, broccoli, peas, and greens. Prettiest fruit you've ever seen. They got corn, potatoes, both big and small. Just so many things I can't name them all. Oh, Marcus Green. Downtown Jackson, Tennessee. Oh, Marcus Green. Downtown Jackson, Tennessee. West Tennessee Farmers Market. Downtown Jackson, Tennessee. For 20 years, All Seasons Heating, Air, and Refrigeration has been Jackson's hometown trained, family-owned heating and air headquarters, providing comfort season after season for West Tennesseans. All Seasons does not use sales gimmicks, only trusted products and workmanship. Their technicians are paid salary, not commission, meaning they won't push you to buy products and services you don't need. All Seasons Heating and Air and their trained products come with a 10-year parts warranty. Financing is available. It's hard to stop a train. Subject to credit approval. See store for details. Tennessee Tractor, we understand that not everyone has a degree, but that shouldn't hold you back from pursuing your dreams. We're here to help you get trained and kickstart your journey as a John Deere technician. Our team of experts will guide you every step of the way, providing you with the knowledge and skills that you need to become a pro. We're now hiring at all of our Tennessee Tractor locations, so don't miss out on this incredible opportunity. At Tennessee Tractor, we don't just offer a job, we offer a way of life. Apply today by going to careers at TennesseeTractor.com. 
fly to make your day. Southern Airways is putting Jackson back on the map. Flying from McKellar Sipes and making connections in Atlanta is easier than ever because Jackson has been awarded our own gate at the busiest airport in the world. Avoid the long TSA lines at Hartsfield. Land directly at gate E37. Tokyo to your left, Orlando to your right. It's all easy when you fly directly into America's biggest hub. Book today at iFlySouthern.com. Dominating Dixie. This is the Y'all Show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. If your kids turn me to stone. I'd be a statue standing tall in ancient Rome And if your touch shattered me like glass I'd be in pieces trying to make the breaking last If it took one look to turn my days to night at least I'd have the stars that sparkle in your eyes There's just some things that leave a man no choice Like a compass needle needing its true north Even if I knew the day we met you'd be The reason this heart breaks There's the non-South Carolinian singing for us. That's uh, North Carolina boy Luke Combs and his brand new song that's out that's awesome, Love You Anyway. And that's in honor of that fellow from South Carolina winning a $200,000 buckaroo scratch-off ticket that's themed with Luke Combs' picture on it, and he didn't even know who Luke Combs was. (laughs) Hey, it's time now for a little hashtag hullabaloo where social media comes to us with thoughts and more about the south and just last week we celebrated national donut day did y'all celebrate i didn't i didn't celebrate you know what i think i'm gonna have to celebrate today especially after i tell you this article that yelp is helping with someone shared this with me on social media so as part of hashtag hullabaloo yelp has come out with the top 100 donut shops in the country Woo! i don't know if i can stomach this one y'all Oh, all right, here we go. The first and number one spot is outside of the South. I can't believe it. Rockin' Donuts and Cinnamon in... It's not Rockin', it's Rockland. There's a town called Rockland in California. Rockland Donuts and Cinnamon's number one. But number two on the Yelp list of the top 100 donut shops in the country comes to us from Luke Combs' home state, Asheville, North Carolina's whole hot donuts and fresh coffee. They've got a toasted almond sesame cinnamon donut and a donut they call birch served up at this location in Asheville, North Carolina. Elsewhere across the country, if we scan some of the top donut places, according to Yelp, to go check out, Round Rock, Texas's Round Rock Donuts with their beautiful glazed donuts that are on sale there. Check that one out. California's got a bunch of California donut eateries on this listing from Yelp. Fayetteville, North Carolina's Superior Bakery has made the cut there. 
just outside of what was Fort Bragg, North Carolina. You can check that one out. And also coming to us from the south on this listing of great donut places from Baltimore, Maryland, Diablo Donuts made the cut as one of the best donut places in the country. And quickly going through some of our other southern eateries, Sanford, Florida's Donuts to Go, Louisville, Kentucky's Nord's Bakery made the cut at number 25 as some of the best donut eateries in America. The Colony, Texas's Twinkle Donuts made the top 30. So did Robin Snowflake Donuts and Cafe in Spring, Texas. Lorton, Virginia's Texas Donuts made the cut as one of the best donut eateries in the country. Bake Shack in Denia Beach, Florida checks in at number 40 on this listing of donut places. SNH Donuts in Austin, Texas is at 42. Marietta, Georgia's Ray's Donuts is on the list. St. Anne, Missouri's Sweet Spot Cafe is one heck of a donut option, according to Yelp. Also, Oakland Park, Florida's Pink Love Donuts and More, it's at number 50 on the list of donut eateries in the country. And I've run out of time. I, I wish I could tell you about some of the other ones that made the list, but you just have to go find this article at Yelp.com and see if your favorite donut spot made the cut as a good place to eat donuts in the country that birch donut sounds awful awful delicious (laughs) all right we're going to wrap this thing up after this break i've got a couple of texts that have come in to us and we'll try to get to those as we close out this wednesday edition of talking about donuts and luke combs and everything else going on in the land of y'all we'll be right back Summertime is family time, the fun's just begun. Kick back and relax, we're always here for you. We hope you feel great all summer long. But if you start to feel like something's gone wrong, we treat you like family. Physicians, quality care. Hey, West Tennessee, what are you going to do? For physical therapy, you know it's up to you. You've got a choice, it's so easy to see. The best is PQC, PT. We're going to help you get back to living life. It's so easy to see. The best is PQC, PT. Bill O'Reilly here. You're at the right place for great local and regional talk. It's all right here on the Frankie Lack Show. Hey, Sean Hannity here, and thanks for taking the Frankie Lack Show home along with your drive. This is Frankie Lax. Join me and Airborne Bob Monday through Friday afternoons, 4 to 6, for the Frankie Lack Show. National and state issues are covered with a local flavor. Call, text, or email us at mail at frankielax.com. Stimulating talk on West Tennessee's conservative voice, Super Talk 93.1. You came in after work, it's the only time you can. Savory steak and bacon, grilled cheese, sounds like a great plan. Wow, kids online are really mean. Sonic steak and bacon, grilled cheese. Ooh, Sonic. Of Sonic's under two dollar craves, are under two bucks. So you can get something tasty without breaking the bank. 
Sonic under two dollar quiz. Sonic. This is a y'all show on West Tennessee Super Talk 93.1 FM. Talk radio for all y'all. All right, we have come to the end of this Wednesday edition, but before we say goodbye to you, we've had a couple of texts that I want to jump on here. And again, you can text us anytime on our 24-hour-day text line, 615-208-4184. And to the text lines we go, and Texter says, Hey, y'all, hit us up with some Tom T. Hall, the old storyteller, the Kentucky native. I will do that on the Thursday, y'all show. We simply just can't squeeze Tom T. in Maybe some uh, old dogs and watermelon wine we could play for you. If you approve, we'll, we'll definitely try to squeeze that in on the Thursday edition of y'all. Another text that has come to us here as we cover all things Southern for you. This texture says, remind the listeners, if not already, the 70-yard sale is this weekend. Watch out for your neighbors and strangers wandering the highway. There's a lot of these long yard sales that go on across the southeast this time of year check it out i've done the one outside of gadsden alabama before i think that's uh gosh i forgot what it's called i think it's called like the longest yard sale in the country or something like that pretty cool but these are going on be careful this texture also says if you're in natchez mississippi the donut shop is a great place for donuts give it a try i'll have to get down to adams county sometime and check that out the donut shop in natchez all right well that will wrap up this edition of y'all Y'all.com is our website, podcast available in iTunes as well as Spotify. Check it out. Just search Y'all Show. Thank you for joining us. We'll do this again on Thursday. Have a great rest of your day.